Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends to a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. Matt Stone of the Caldwell Stones. Hello. Uh, I'm Zach. I, I need to figure out figure out what my name gimmick's gonna be because Matt has it. Esai has it. Yeah, I Derek, like that you have it. I like that I get to go second because it, it I, I feel like I get to surprise I get to surprise the mood of how we're announcing who we are. <laughs> I just give a hearty hello. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So everyone listening is like, I think there's four people there, but I only wrote down three names. <laughs> I'll say my name most of the time, but today, yeah. but today, no, you don't get it. You don't a nice get to have hearty it. hello. Yeah, I like that. A like salutation. So we'll refer to you now as hello or hi. Uh, wow, shortening my name. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to actually. Um, uh, okay, I'm, ma. I'm trying, <laughs> don't call me ma, bro. All right, at. Yeah. Hey, my name's not at or ma. Okay, foo. No, ew. No, I don't even go by that. When I was a, when I was a kid, they were like, uh, I was, you know, you sign up for like city league sports and shit, and they were mm-hmm. like, all right, do you want to go by Matt or Matthew? And I was at me as like a you know eight year old that I was like, now's the time I decide. Maddie. Oh, yeah, good with Maddie. No, I said I said oh, call me Big Steam. <laughs> How much you go. run? How much you run, Big Steam? <laughs> But uh, um, my mom asked me how I wanted to spell my name before kindergarten, and that's why I ended up it's a K because H doesn't make sense when you're five. Yeah, mm-hmm. except that's how I had you saved in my phone for forever. Was Zach? No, that's, uh, const- that's a construction company. Zach is, Evans is is legally is it with an H or a K? It, it, Zach reads with an H. I knew it, you liar. Zach's been lying to us. Yeah, the entire well. time. When my 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 ID not, my legal, not about this about some other stuff. My legal ID also says I'm a male, <laughs> so, and that I still weigh like 200 pounds. I don't weigh 200 pounds anymore. That's true. You know what? Total respect. I like that they can't pin you down. Yeah, yeah. Is it a K? Is it an H? What's the weight situation? Yeah. <laughs> let me we poke. Can a, let me poke. Identify a, this person by me, their weight. What? Let me poke what around this color. Let me poke around what this. What color hair does Zach have? No one knows. <laughs> This the, is red. That's no way, not red. They, That's also not blonde. A, they pull out a fucking like uh, a scale. All right, step up. We got to make sure. Damn it! <laughs> pull out one ninety. Pull out a bunch of like paint like samples and just like hair color. Dude, none of these. That's the move. Go to the DMV and they're like, "All right, eyes. I'm like blue. They're like hair. I'm like strawberry blonde." <laughs> and they're like, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> how are how are they gonna best identify me unless they have the specifics? That's not what we're um, going to talk about, is it? Yeah. We're a, uh, a professional wrestling podcast, if oh. you didn't know that by the name or um, anything oh, else. Oh, the DMV talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, Genuine DMV boys. And 
we've been on a uh, rock raucous roller coaster talking about NXT, but today we're taking a little break. We're kind of so. See you later, everybody. I think. We're... Imagine. I imagine all the listeners are like another break from the NXT series. <laughs> what? It's gonna take six months. Yeah. You, got, you guys have been. Yeah. You guys We're have been rocking on NXT. <laughs> we really want the last episode to be about NXT 3.0. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> We're trying yeah. to stretch this out so when yeah. Von Wagner wins the title. Yeah. Exactly. Well, here's what um, I'm saying. Maybe we could get through NXT if the world of wrestling didn't fucking keep throwing its arms up. Yeah, we're uh we're gonna we're not recapping anything. Uh we are gonna preview the big the big the double big, or nothing AEW later on in the show. The but we are gonna talk about some some wild news. Dude, because the has world because it's important. Yeah, of course. I mean this is the thing. Like we, you can watch the weekly show and then sometimes it gets stagnant and you don't want to talk about it week to week, but then sometimes real life or or is it real life? You know, we'll discuss, of course. But uh, it it kind of creeps in, and that's when that's the juice, baby. That's what I like talking about. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? Let's talk about the littler one first. Uh, Stephanie McMahon has stepped down. The one, the, from, you mean the person not, who invented not, women's wrestling has not that's, stepped down. That's the oh, littler. Okay. That's the littler she's, topic here. She's she's taking she's taking a break. A leave from of her duties, yeah, indefinite yeah. leave of, uh, of absence. A thing that is a pretty normal thing for a person to do when someone else in the corporation who happens to be their husband had to step away and for serious medical reasons almost died, and then you also had to step up and take some of their roles in the company mm-hmm. uh, yeah. during that time. Pretty normal for you to get a break, yeah, yeah. What's interesting, I thought about that was that because I thought. Because obviously we, you know, Triple H has announced that, that his retirement from in ring. Um, but what I didn't realize is he still has a pretty major role in the company. Like he's still an active day to day guy with the company. Yeah. But so I th- that to me made it a little more interesting when Stephanie said that she was taking a, an indefinite leave of a- of absence. And I, I'm from everything I've heard so far, which I haven't gone diving deep into really, is that you know it was all completely up to her. Like she just needed to step mm-hmm. away. And that's the other thing. It's like. It's not like there's an off season. Like I, I think more yeah. and more people should be like, I gotta fucking step away, especially if your dad's the biggest piece of shit in the world. <laughs> well, and like also think like their daughters and stuff. Like Triple H was probably in the hospital for a long time. Yeah, mm-hmm. Stephanie was still dealing with like having to be at the company and rate like have those daughters and also like be taking care of Triple H like. You know, she probably she deserves some fucking time, like to like be a parent for a yeah. minute. But yeah, and just just enjoy time with their daughters. I mean, especially probably when Hunter was getting better, like being able to spend time was probably really nice. Mm-hmm. And she probably mm-hmm. saw that as she's being the CBO and everything. And so she's like, I need to take some time too. Okay, yeah, but and like this is a pretty like this like kids grow up like super fast, and their her kids are like in that age where it's like, oh, they're like. A foot taller than the last time I saw him, sort of deal. Blink, yeah. blink, and you miss it. Blink, and you miss it. But what I'd like to do is get into a little bit more erroneous conspiracies, <laughs> because what we've seen already is one child been shamed and unloved out of the company by Shane McMahon. Of course, we're talking about Shane McMahon, and now another <laughs> child. And all of this also seems to be around while Mister, uh, well, what's the what's the Nick Khan over here seems to really be positioning a. A few things that looks like they're maybe trying to offload a, a a massive corporation, and maybe, maybe, fa- the family business, some of the family's starting to jump ship. 
That's my erroneous conspiracy theory. Yeah. I mean, that's the fun conspiracy theory about it all. And it's like, unfortunately, no. <laughs> yeah. All the McMahons are equally shitty, evil people. They don't mind being around each other. <laughs> yeah, you hear you hear that, McMahon grandkids? <laughs> Shane was... Shane was a cool one, but he's very just like self-serving. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Shane, and I mean, and yeah. same with I mean, Stephanie does a lot of really great philanthropic work. A lot of shitty billionaires do, though. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like you know, you can't. Oh yeah, give him too much but credit she, for that. But like, but she created women's wrestling. Exactly. So. I mean, my that's my good conspiracy theory about this is that Tony Khan sees that he has an issue in his women's division. You know who he gets. To come in and fix it, the person who fixed and invented women's wrestling in WWE—the genesis, the genesis of it all. You know, I the Joker should have been Steph. I bet this isn't my father's ring. If your theory was correct, I bet Austin? she would fix it. <laughs> she would fix AEW because she would she would overpower Tony Khan because he's a scared little baby. Well, and she has like we, we probably decades like in it too. He seems like he'd be into that. Dynamic. Oh yeah, totally, totally. But and she also has decades and decades and decades of experience being in the wrestling world. So honestly, uh, it might I, a- end she, up being uh, if she if she was running their business. Absolutely, AEW would grow. Like <laughs> just think yeah. about it from like a like yeah. corporate st- standpoint. I agree. Duh. I, I agree <laughs> that the the main statement that I, none of the McMahons have clean hands. Like they're all fucking like involved in some sh- shitty trash. But I do think Stephanie kind of is the most legit. I mean, especially as, as you've seen of people who have like grown from their who they were in the you know late nineties and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's like everyone's politicking, and like of course your fucking dad owned in my father's ring. But like, I, mean, I think she was kind of creative for a while, and like. She actually seems kind of kind of nice. No, it, apparently it wasn't that nice. No. Oh. She she's still Shane, a man. Shane was but... one, Shane was the cool one. Like I'm not kidding. Yeah, People yeah he backstage he, liked Shane, and he invented he he invested in weed. Exactly. I was like, that's why everyone likes Shane is because he's like, I won't I won't I won't pop you on the pu- fucking piss test. Mm. Like my um, like my I, daddy. Yeah, Stephanie's like, you know, I I work in marketing and shit, and like. She's really fucking good at what she does. Like I, I like read you know marketing like ma- like websites online quite a bit. Just like keep up because you my almost industry. said magazines. I almost said magazines. They I, lots, a lot of them started that way, but um, nerd. Like Stephanie McMahon gets covered as like you know a person in that industry very normally. Like you know they just say like look at what she does for this giant corporation how she does it they do yeah. a good job like, yeah but did stephanie mcmahon used to do a bunch of blow and drink with raven probably <laughs> i mean maybe because that was shane <laughs> and that, yeah that's why people like shane but like um he's one of the boys shane, but shane, that, they like shane because he's one of the boys which makes him kind of a shithead but you know what sucks about that so like that all be, that being said stephanie being good at her job this probably is not going to be a good thing for WWE now that she's stepping. Like, who's stepping in to fill the the shoes for Nick now? The, Nick Khan. Nick Khan. Nick Khan. That's and not good. Honestly, the twenty people that she has been delegating to for years, I'm sure, because she's good at her job. That's yeah. true. She's not like everyone else in this family. She is actually a like. She's Linda's daughter. She's a savvy not, business person. Yeah. Not just Vince's daughter. She's also Linda's daughter. Shane is just. <laughs> Shane is just Vince with weed. No, well, Shane is just trying to appease his father yeah exactly while not being anything like him i papa, think actually papa love me papa yeah shane love is me, shane is vince Daddy. without the acceptance of vince yeah which vince triple, also h, might be. triple h politicked himself to be the favorite son yeah and that's and now thing, nick dude. khan's the favorite son yep yeah that's, you yeah exactly shane fucking make your daddy some money 
All right. You want that love? You want a good you want a good tweet on your birthday? Make them a couple dollars. If not, you get H you get HBD shade spelled yeah. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> HBD at Shayna Baszler. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking AEW this week. Wait, what oh, they do? Dude, they oh. said uh Johnny Gargano is all elite instead of a Johnny Elite. Johnny uh, Johnny Morrison debuted as the oh, Joker, yeah. and they uh, their like social media was like, "At Johnny Gargano is here." Oh my god, dumbass. Yeah, yeah, not not so smart. But what do you think? So obviously, let's go, let's go to the um the other elephant in the room. Yeah, the other one that's so going John on. Morrison showing oh. up in AW. <laughs> oh yeah, the other big thing that happened this last yeah. week uh, <laughs> that's been going on is Johnny um, honestly, Elite. I will say. Before we really dive into the like the deep, topic, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, let's just knock this one out. I I like John Morrison. I thought mm-hmm. Johnny Mundo in Lucha Underground was so sick, perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's great at what he does. I think AEW needs to have surprises that are like this because not everybody's can be a star. So have like you know a a game changer, you know, a needle mover. Even though nobody actually moves the needle, um, mm-hmm. they like having somebody come in like this like to mm-hmm. me this should be the norm if you're having a, a rando a surprise every week <laughs> yeah and then when it so then you get used to this so then when it is something cool it's not just like oh great another new toy you know yeah, yeah. like i i johnny like john morrison showing up is like cool one just it's cool he gets one more name you know i just want him to Same. have johnny every single name like that's <laughs> fun um and just like have people that like can that don't have to come into AEW and then not be used properly. Yeah. Because some people's best uses aren't in AEW. John Morrison's best use is in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Like, we've seen that in his career. He's a huge star down there. And, like, but he can come up and work here and use that as part of his character of, like, that makes him better up here. If he's just the guy that got fired from WWE, no one cares. If he's AAA champion or whatever, which he'll be the moment he goes there again. Yeah, John, like, when he's, like, Johnny Mundo or whatever. That's a bigger deal when mm-hmm. he comes back up here. He's he's one of those guys, too, because you look at how long John Morrison's been around. Like, he's kind of easy to lump in with someone like The Miz, but really, like, his work ethic is insane. How many different Johnny iterations there are on top of that, but also, like, uh, yeah, I mean, he's really just been very consistent all the time that he's been around and like one time i got to i got to meet him at a meet and greet and uh he was really nice and he gave my younger brother a, a signed uh eight by ten if he promised to uh rate the the movie uh boone on amazon well uh boone the bounty hunter uh, so yeah so uh, i think he did i think my little brother did uh uphold his end of the bargain but nice. uh he was a nice enough guy but it was i seeing johnny johnny uh elite on there it just reminded me of like God, I'm always excited when he pops up somewhere that's not WWE. It's nice when he popped up in WWE again, but it was like... I, uh, to me, like it's kind of going off what he said. I like when he's somewhere for a little bit and then just goes somewhere else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's one of those mm-hmm. guys, I think this is what needs to happen more in wrestling, is like back in the territory days, brother. Um, People just kind of leave and kind of come and go after six months, a year, then you hit the next territory. Totally. I, because it just kind of keeps things fresh. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not going to happen because there's not one giant governing body of all but of pro wrestling. This is the closest thing we've got. Like, this yeah. is the closest wrestling's looked to that in a long time. Imagine Johnny Johnny G one, like oh. that would be sick. But then, like, I don't want him over there forever. Like, yeah. or Johnny Best of the Super Juniors, like Johnny Super Junior. That's what his name needs to be. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Over, well, over there. So, I mean, that's kind of the, uh, the that kind of nomadic wrestling lifestyle is a little bit what Taya's doing right now. You know, obviously they're married, but like, um, I do think, like you said, like we're, we're in a bit of a resurgence of an idea of kind of like, uh, not necessarily territories, but yeah, the independence being places you can go and make money. Like Taya's coming and doing quite a few shows with Prestige, but she's doing other shows on the East Coast as well, I think. And like, uh, it'd be cool to and see Johnny pop can... up at some of those too. The fact that you can work in New Japan, AW, Ring of Honor, and Impact, like, all at the same time, and, like, other promotions in Japan are starting to, like, cross over more and stuff, like, you can work anywhere except for WWE and work basically wherever else at this point. Yeah, and he's he's just well-suited for that, uh, to not be one place too long. Yeah, because I think... Also, because it gets kind of boring. I was going to say, after, after a while, like, you've seen the Starship paint enough. <laughs> and his character is never quite one of the best finishing move names. I, I agree, I agree. And his character, I don't think, has ever quite developed. I mean, that I've really paid attention to. So Johnny Mundo, me. Johnny Mundo aside, because that character, sure, of course, of course, was yeah. very like, developed. Yeah, like great. otherwise, he kind of just like he's kind of a you know a, an attraction. He's, he shows up, you know what you're going to get. He's very, he's a one note baby face and a one note heel. Yeah, like yeah. And so you can kind of get one of each run out of him. And that's as far as you can go, except when he was Johnny Mundo, it was basically that one note heel and that they just like kept like digging into and make like going further and further with. And I think, you know, I, I think AEW, the way they're going to use him is probably similar to that because he lost his, his, he's uh, probably his challenge. He's not even signed. Yeah, exactly. So it's not like he's going to be popping up weekly on AEW, but he's a fun person to see. Cause it's like, yeah, everyone knows like, him or recognizes him because mm-hmm. he's been everywhere. But so when he does pop up, it's like, Oh, that's fun. And, yeah. like, there's a little bit of history, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Wasn't the other Joker Monkey Ito? Yeah, who cares? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, she's, I, I, I like Maki Ito. I like Maki Ito, too, but the, she's not much of a surprise in, in yeah. AEW right now. I, know, I, I like, kind of thought she was signed, but... <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah. They've, made, like, they've haven't, like, fully used, like, used her character well there. They've just used her as a fun little pop and, like... yeah. I don't know that 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 style is like this isn't what I'm into. Also, I just don't think she's very good. Women's wrestling—that's specifically that's what, what like. he's talking about. Yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> uh, I'm actually. No, it's it's like the. No, like, I get it. It's like it's comedy, Inter- but internet wrestling. The, the yeah. we stand. The we the we stand. Rest, like wrestlers, you know, like the the people whose characters work really well in GIF form and stuff like that, and like that's a, a totally good and fun thing in wrestling and i'm like i'm definitely more into it like i fucking love danhausen i admit that's what danhausen is yeah he's a gift wrestler um, yeah yeah he's a youtube show wrestler not a wrestler wrestler even though i think he's actually a solid wrestler like but it's just not his character um, yeah donovan donovan yeah he's still holy i bet i bet he's chilling out Still. Yeah, I, like, I just want to. Yeah, I've exactly. never seen him wrestle. <laughs> yeah, so don't, don't go out of your way to do it. The only time it's... I've seen RJ City wrestle was in the uh, the documentary, the David Arquette documentary. I saw RJ City wrestle live. Cool. It was him um, and Arquette versus Frank the Clown and Robert Ego Anthony. So. Sick. Ugh. Frank the Clown. Um, <laughs> Dan Housen is he's solid. He's a solid technical wrestler. He's nothing special. He's yeah. a small. He's like he would. He would be a very, very um, fitting person in NXT UK style wise. <laughs> yeah, I could see that for sure. I mean, I don't. I feel like it's in, it is insulting, but like there is like he maybe would, that good. Hand he would be in subculture as if he was if he was there. Like if he wasn't would, Danhausen, he would be in if subculture. If he was Danhausen, like as Dan, yeah, if he was there as Danhausen with those two guys, but just trying to be subculture, trying to be mod. 
<laughs> that's actually really good, and I wish that was the case. What I one thing I love that's happened this week is um, Chuck trying to join the House of Black. God he damn just, it! I love he just those guys. tweeted. He just tweeted Brody King and was like, "Hey, I I love Satan. Should I get stupid tattoos?" <laughs> Dude, I wish. I good. just wish the amazing performance that we get from them on Twitter. It was the same amazing performance we got from them on our TV. Yeah, like I'm stoked about best friends. Yeah, yeah. I'm stoked they're signed and making money, but it's, it's like same, same. We, but it's we like, saw what they tried. They tried to do that with the the fucking Miro shit, with him being a butler. Yeah, and it's just like it just doesn't translate to TV. There's well, and it it only translate when it kind of translates the best when they're together. They should they, have their own show. They they need to be like yeah. like for them to be able to do those things. They need to be featured more. So then when yeah. it happens, it means something. Yeah. Rather than oh, why is this guy just doing this? That's weird. They yeah. need that's you know. WWE almost never follows through with them well, but things like the Fashion Files. Mm-hmm. If the Best Friends had their version of the Fashion Files, yep, on AEW, that was that was distinctly their humor, and like not just like back in the day when Orange Cassidy would just be in a bathroom for some reason, right? Like that's that's old AEW trying to inject that style of stuff, but while keeping it the wrestling show, man. Like, yeah. but it's like no, it's okay to like add those things just as long as you like make it the same energy as your show comedy you know? like, yeah comedy bits Dan in wrestling Housen, are as old like, as wrestling one be it's what being the elite is but is that canon for aw or not? sometimes like, it's hard yeah, to tell sometimes. yeah exactly it's yeah. inconsistent like right. if they have and it needs to be the same production value like quality as the tv show it needs to feel all one thing one of my favorite things about the fashion files that you bring that up i watched a four-hour shoot with dango it's great <laughs> Um, the classic East Side maneuver. It really is. Um, he said that Vince didn't understand the fashion files, but he's like, but people like it and it's getting numbers, so that's why they went with it. And then they had that match, remember, with the Usos mm, for the title. Should have won the t- titles with yeah. like the, the janitor breezes, yeah, and, yeah, dressed up like the janitor. And so that, like Vince, that was Vince's idea to have him change costumes and stuff. And apparently, they just thought, okay, we're gonna get like ten minutes. Let's go out there and fucking have a. Like a midnight express, rock and roll express match, you know, like a just a real barn burner. And then apparently, then Vince called them in the office, um, and they're like, "Oh fuck, well, we're getting fired." <laughs> and he's like, "I want to have this. I want it to be fun." Blah blah blah. And apparently, they walk out, and the Usos just kind of looking at them. Shit, man, we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, man. Like, we're gonna go. We're... To give him a chance to like, yeah. show you can yeah. do it. Yeah, but I wish. What fun. I wish could have happened is them win the titles in that first comedy match and have it like the storyline's there to say like oh you won because it was a fluke is this stupid shit you know whatever and then have the fucking barn burner match and and have the comedy spot like like the comedy spots just sprinkled in there they too. should they should have changed in like like breeze or whatever's is like one of the usos like he's dressed as one of them so then they get confused and like a flash roll up one, two, yeah. three, you know, something like that. That'd be really funny. Yeah, I know. That's I agree totally because like my introduction to both of them was in the fashion files. And it really wasn't until Breeze and Dango were back in NXT that I was like, oh, they can. Oh, I see. I get this now. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah. I remember because I was watching NXT as we had talked about in the show, um, like from day once. So I knew Mike Dalton um, yeah. and then I knew Johnny Curtis. So. <laughs> You know what I think the Uso should have done? Just walk right into Vince McMahon's office, put those titles on the fucking uh, 
table and hey, say, Hey, I don't. Okay, let's segue. Let's segue. And say, fuck you. That's what yeah, I would have done. Gonna, that's not going to happen when you're at the top of the car. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, man. <laughs> that's I, don't know. I just, think, I just think independent treated, contractors, treated, right. independent contractors <laughs> should get a little bit more right to be like, oh, this sucks ass. Uh, it's literally... It's literally their right as an independent contractor. I, yeah, let's like, get into it because I got fucking, I got shit. But yeah, let's go. Mm. Let's go. Uh, so uh, Sasha and Naomi went into uh, JBL's office. JBL, no, John Laurinaitis. John They're the same person in my mind. Um, <laughs> That's so weird. I mean, maybe, kind of. No, uh, not at all. <laughs> went into John Laurinaitis's office. And uh, put their titles on, on the thing and uh, took their ball and went home. Oh, I guess I'll give these to the Bellas. Hi there, <laughs> ladies. Welcome to my office. Welcome to the Ace Man's office. Here's what Sit I here, So before we get into like all the speculation about it, I have been lately disgusted every time I hear about John Laurinaitis uh, and his increasing activity and role in WWE. As far as like there was that shit that came out more recently uh with Athena, formerly uh Amber Moon talking about how like after uh you know uh, John Lore and I stepped back in there was a lot more uh thing things about maybe how you should present yourself to the public in ways that uh maybe will make was, you look a little bit there more was people that clarified sexy. on that that are that were also there they said it's not what you were thinking. It, oh it wasn't John Laurinaitis being a fucking dirty old man. Because it yeah, was. No, it that, was. That's, that's what the person said. Like the person that was signed in in those classes as well. Well, I just think it's we've, part we've of heard the enough uh, anecdotal from other folks, not just her, who are in those meetings. I would totally believe that it was fucking. It's somewhere in the middle. My, I my agree. Head. I do. I think is, that's probably. He's true. a gross old man who also is sees the like aesthetic aspect of wrestling and actually has been really good at talent scouting for that, and that's. A weird gross area but like he, he scouted the bellas like i just don't think they i think i think he's a little too old and gross to understand that well, what he's doing is gross he scouted the bellas so he could fuck their mom oh yeah <laughs> no that was just i think just kind of was a perk welcome to tryouts like, please bring what? your mother <laughs> what what made this i want to fuck that <laughs> i know i i just think like um i the more and more i hear it's like obviously the first thing that came out when when that happened, when Naomi and Sasha walked out, was like, "Is this a work? Is this a is this a shoot? Is it real?" Um, and like, obviously, WWE has been pretty vocal about it, which is kind of the most interesting part about it. Um, they they released a statement that day, which and then they brought it up again on wild. SmackDown, you know, um, a couple days ago. What so th- made this it is confusing. This the the statement's the weird one, yeah. but there's precedent set for this. Of course, Uncle Steve Austin walked out, and they twenty years ago this month they buried him yeah. six feet under, like way worse than even this right here. They mm-hmm. buried him. Vince cut a promo on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's just like even, but even then, it's like. What's I mean, so much has changed in the last twenty years that but, for it to happen here and now, and then there's the the waters have been so murkied of what's real and what's not well, that I think it took a little bit of time to be like, what's actually going on here? And I don't think we still the, fully know. No, we don't. No. The and the fact that the fact that it has happened before that there's precedent makes it more confusing if it's a work or if it's a shoot because mm-hmm. they call upon things that happened for real in the past, like. For storyline before like this absolutely could be them going oh yeah we'll like recreate the you know the the stone cold thing mm-hmm. like and so that's like what at first what makes it so confusing is that like oh they never do this but 
they've done it for real before. So is it real, or is it them referencing the fact that they've done yeah. it before? And like, so what? What's kind of the um, the background and, around what you know? What what what's the story around <laughs> why this happened? All right, picture it: WWE around the Royal Rumble time. It's supposed to be Charlotte versus Sasha at Mania. Ronda comes back, mm-hmm. and that's automatically she's going to be put in the top. Yeah, that's that's and, what she is. She's an attraction, exactly. And so, um, they change the plans. Plans change, um, and now they're like, "Okay, Sasha, you're out of the main event now. We're gonna put you in a tag team. You and Naomi, you're gonna win the belts, win the big yeah. one." Like, and, here's the, like in reality, like if you are Sasha Banks in this situation, and you know this is gonna happen no matter what, you just hope that they pitch you something that's. You know, maybe not as awesome because it's not a main eventing WrestleMania, but something really cool that you can do, like sink your teeth into. Well, a tag team with Naomi is kind of perfect for that if they mm-hmm. let you do your thing. And yeah. so that apparently, said, she continue. has not been happy about the whole thing with getting replaced. Yeah, because mm-hmm. no one likes her. <laughs> She's liked. Well, I just mean like, I guess maybe our side. But I understand no, that for, too. With, oh, sorry, with Sasha. Like when you hear her interviewed and stuff, and sometimes she's in character in interviews, sometimes she's not, and sometimes most of the time it's in between. Um, she cares about being being replaced. Not mm-hmm. that it's Rhonda, not that it whoever it is. It's that it's her that spot was taken. That anyone that WWE thinks anyone deserves that spot that is not the boss, Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she takes it, and that's the that's one of the things I do want to get into that we, we could save a little bit. I hate. That WWE came out being this thing of like these, these all of our all of everyone who works for WWE on screen they're being paid to play a character on TV. No other TV show character gets to be a big old hissy fit about what what they get to do, which one is not true. <laughs> yeah, but especially when they're as big of a draw and merch pusher as someone like a Sasha and Naomi have been consistently and stuff. But also, it's like. How dare you be like, we keep you on the road all fucking year. You barely get weekends home with your families. But how dare you be invested in your character or uh, the way things are, are being pushed. And, like, it, it's just like... If you do that, you're a mark for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a mark for yourself. It's like, oh, okay, so, like, I have to give you my entire life, but also just show up and be passive to everything you ask me to do. Like, go fuck yourself. I only work they- 40 hours a week, and I'm like... <laughs> and I'm still, like, fuck you. They kind of want... They want more Baron Corbins. Yep. Glad-handing yes-man? Yep. I don't think he's a glad-handing yes-man. It's just that he never got that love of pro wrestling like everybody who grew up watching it did. To Mm -hmm. him, it is a job, and he's good at it. And whatever they ask him, I'm going to do that. And for him, it's worked out that way. Everybody's going to be wired different. Like Bret Hart is kind of the same way as a Sasha Banks. People would call him a mark for himself. Yep. Myself and, included. But that, that's what What's makes you the best in the world. That? That's what makes you the best. It's because you give a fuck. It's because that you start then diving into Teddy Hart territory where it well, stops yeah, becoming it's, fake. Because at the end yeah. of the day, it's fake. Yeah. Uh, and like with anything, like I think all artists should be fans of their own work, like mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But also, if you like get to the point where you know you, I think the phrase is like you know you think your shit don't stink. That's like that's the line. That like look at wrestling's history. That is like all the top Hulk guys. Hogan. Every single top guy eventually like jumped the shark in yeah. that respect. Mm-hmm. Falls into that pitfall. And I I do think some of it. I'm sure. And I I I don't know. And I 
a lot of my frame of reference for this too comes from a lot of like public facing stuff we know about sasha being very passionate uh being quote unquote maybe hard to work with sometimes because of how much she gives a fuck i don't know a ton more about i i Naomi think and that Naomi. whole phrase the phrase hard to work of with course yes is it's, a very it's, specific and thing that we got to dive into with this yes situation. absolutely so, absolutely somebody because I, I was listening to sammy zayn on a lot of podcasts but he, he always gets told he's very like hard to work when he's difficult but he's like and he was like having this weird thing with himself i just he was he just talks and yep. he was just like he's like am i hard to work with am i difficult like i've been called or am i just passionate like which one is it you got to find the middle ground of that and that's kind of like the like we were just talking about like where's that line where you're a fan of your work but then it becomes shit don't stink and yeah. i think that can be a thing where it's like you're over like you are too particular about certain things but at the same time, like that's what makes you so good. But it's also like more you looked do at. You care about the little things. You do care about that that stuff, and that's important to do. You know, like but that's a huge part of it. When you're, you know, when you're a, a, you know, especially a guy who's like white passing, it's easier to be like, oh, he's really passionate. But of course, yeah, if you're a black woman and you're really passionate, it's like, oh, you're loud and emotional. Oh uh, <laughs> no, Sammy Zayn is not just called passionate. He is called. Hard to work with. Well, I mean, in gen- but in general, more you can Sammy be. Zane's called insufferable. Well, but in general, yeah. that kind of behavior is way more accepted. Of like, and the, mm-hmm. and we've seen it with with guys yeah. like Hulk Hogan, like John Cena, who've been deplorable for for uh, in ways of wanting to hold on to Triple H, wanting to hold on to their spot. But it's like, oh, they're politickers. This is the world of wrestling. Uh, but then, yeah, it's like somebody who honestly, Sasha is one of the more. Like, and she's already branching into crossover success with like the Star Wars universe and stuff i but like obviously that makes her hard to work with or like oh or her and naomi are being like ir- irrational or like oh they're marks so, for themselves mm-hmm. well so the like one of the things that's coming out of this as well um is that um nobody right now is mad at like naomi doesn't have much heat yeah yeah, yeah that's kind of what i was thinking too it's like i haven't heard too much it, it all it seemed seemingly all being thrown towards sasha and maybe it's just because she's the one we know is being a little bit more vocal about her position in the company and she's and, she's done it before and that I think that's the big thing is that stuff like this has happened before, mm-hmm. and apparently, like even like these are just backstage reports from like Sean Ross Sapp and stuff like that. Is that even like with the uh, just to use this term, like, the boys in the back? Um, apparently, there's like not much support. Yeah, right. Well, because I think a lot mm-hmm. of people see that, and also it's your. That's the thing that I think is hard that they're not pushing. Obviously, WWE is not going to push that. Is this is the day-to-day life of all of these people. They're too mm-hmm. close to this situation to really, I think, see all of it for what it is. It's like, um, for someone to stand up for themselves and just say, like, hey, this is actually really fucked up, and you're also, like, you gave us these titles, and you're using it in service of the singles push that is not... We're both going to lose our respective title matches uh, for the singles they, they sh- stories you're trying be, to tell. I'll say, it's actually surprising that that would have happened, because usually... Like the champions just get beat by the champion in like a two on one handicap match because that's how little Vince cares about tag team wrestling. And I think that's why that's why they're all. I think that's why like a lot of the sentiment from WWE is like we were gonna put you in the main event of the paper of Men in the Bank. You were gonna be in the main event. But why are you crying oh, about it? It's like because you're you're you know you're not even giving us like tag team uh, like opponents to face at the pay per view. You're making us lose in the to our respect the respective champs for their stories. I understand the frustration. I get, I get where both sides are coming from. But it's I, also I, yeah, because like, I get the frustration. But like, imagine being a Dana Brooke, who's just been a twenty four seven champion. She'd probably kill to lose at the pay per view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, but that's, it's, it's such but a. That's why thing. she's not in the same conversation as someone like Sasha. Well, it's that's mm-hmm. and that's why it's such a strange thing 
because you can understand being creatively frustrated with certain things. But then, like, you can see, like, well, fuck, like, they were going to, like, be in, like, big-time matches with this. Because, like, yeah. Naomi versus Bianca, like, just thinking of that, like, that would have been fucking cool. Yep. Yeah, well, like, cause, because, like, both sides are right. Mm-hmm. In right. ways. Because, like, Sasha, no, Sasha thinking, like, I'm being undervalued, I'm being mm-hmm. underutilized, is true. Yes. Um, And then imagine being any other, like, almost any other woman in that locker room be- outside of Charlotte, Bianca, Becky, Becky Rhonda. Mm-hmm. Um, Rhea Ripley, too, probably, right now. Looking at them going, uh, like, looking at Sasha and going, like, what the fuck are you complaining about? You have more, like, you get more than I will ever get. They're both correct. Right. Mm-hmm. They're both being under you. It's because WWE underutilizes their performers to such an extent that every single person outside of a couple can say they're being underutilized. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, it, that, it, and totally. Because obviously they have the different elements of the card. They have the different elements of, like, your star power. And so it's like you can so, you can have more than others and still be being underutilized or being mistreated. But th- that's the, that's the kind of I think the purposeful or I don't know if it's purposeful, but it's at least so I think WWE understands that's the culture they want to 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 promote. Yeah, yeah probably they, they they want a culture of competition because it's like exactly. But it's le- it's more of like hey, it, it's the same thing they do in prison, dude. Honestly, where it's like you guys bicker between yourselves. You guys bicker between yourselves, so you don't look up at the top and be like, why are we all being mm. fucked here? It's and that's same... why I think more more people need to just walk okay. out. It's the same reason that jobs tell you not to discuss money with mm-hmm. your coworkers. Mm-hmm. is because it creates a sense of everyone against each other versus, uh, hey, maybe we should all be against the person who told us not to be together. Yeah, the yeah. person who's giving us these pay discrepancies. Maybe we should talk to them. And oh, no, so... let's just fight with each other. And yeah. so one of the things is that like if we would if they would have just like left like if this just stays backstage no statements there's no yep. anything on air like to me it, it's like okay they're having a dispute with creative it's going to happen because one person gets to say and the other person can not be happy with it and they're gonna they're gonna dispute it is what it is it's gonna happen mm-hmm. in this world that's fine whatever and it and it happened it's happened with with Sasha at least and probably with Naomi and that I'm don't remember or not where they like have just dis- Naomi's disappeared for family reasons come back mm-hmm. and it's been fine she's never been pushed the same way and that's an issue but you know, Sasha is left seemingly like out of nowhere and we never knew what was going on and then she just came back and things were fine yeah before so the fact that they said something makes this feel different I think uh, the reason as to why I think they're mad like the WWE is mad is because it happened in the middle of the show mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Vince uh, Vince lost control Mm-hmm. And so he's like, "Well, fuck this, fuck you," and he's petty, and he always has been. Yeah, yep. And because he thinks that this is always like stuff like this is gonna babyface him, and I, the Brett, the Brett screwed Brett. He thought people were going to love him. Yeah, it's I like, do. They don't have loyalty. People want to see loyalty like they, to they, me. No, it's not loyalty to them. He he spun. It. It's like they walked out on you. They didn't want to give you the match. We wanted to give you them on TV and them going to the top, but they walked out. So do you think them, like when they released the statement saying that they were uncomfortable with two people in the match was also that was also like being petty. 
I think that is the serious, yes, and I think it's the serious twisting of probably what their actual issue with some of the creative was. Mm -hmm. I think that they went and said, you know, like, they probably, like, took, like, oh, we have two exceptions to the creative for this match, like, the way we interact with the finish for this wrestler and the finish for this wrestler. Um, And then they say, like, maybe they even said, I'm uncomfortable with this finish. Not, like, physically, but just, like, I'm uncomfortable creatively with this finish. Mm -hmm. And then they say, oh, they're uncomfortable with working with two of these wrestlers. Technically, that's true, but it really isn't what they meant. Yeah. it's That's, um, that's the weird one. Yeah, because they didn't want Nikki and Dewdrop in the match. Because they wanted... They wanted they... a few, like, the, the start the tag feud. Yeah. And so it's like, why are they going to be in here? They've been losing. Yeah. They have no right to be in the match, and we need to start the tag feud with them, which, honestly, if you... In my head, fantasy booking this, that, that books you three matches on that show, Mm-hmm. So they can beat Dewdrop and Nikki, and then they lose their singles matches, and it makes sense. Like, oh, they've already had a match, but yeah. yep. they just really want this this shot. Like, that's such an easy out, like for everything. And then it happened the way it happened. And then Michael Cole on SmackDown like read a statement. He looked uncomfortable with even reading it, but because he, uh, he loves Sasha, right? Yeah, yeah. I he's Michael the one Cole... who says it's boss time all the time. He does. Yeah, and and from everything you hear. The uh, like talent love Michael Cole. He he puts well, them over. Like and he, I mean the the uh, Sasha Bianca match. Like that was all him. That's all. And and just in general, like because like he he's so good at his job that he's been underappreciated for a lot of time, and now I think it's finally getting appreciated. Um, with his work with Pat. Mm-hmm. Um, but like for years, his like commentary's job is to put over these wrestlers from the first time we see them on TV. And like, he's done that like yeah. for years and years. People love Michael Cole. Um, the look at Bailey's work, like mm-hmm. yelling at him and shit like that. You don't do that with someone that you don't like appreciate in yeah. real life. You know? Yeah. So like he looks uncomfortable reading it. Fucking Pat during it. I, I retweeted a meme of the fucking it's Kanye and my, and Michael Myers. <laughs> Michael Myers. Yeah. With Pat and Michael Cole reading that statement, it was, it's the same energy. Dude, well, because, like, it's it's a weird... One of the best interviews of all time, honestly. It's a really, really <laughs> odd thing to be a, a, um, a participant, or, a, you know, an, an observer to, because it's uncomfortable, and it's weird, and you're like, why is this playing out this way? Granted, it's interesting. Obviously, we're talking about it. Everyone's talking about it. But it is just like um, to me, it's more of one of these things of if if it wasn't this, it was going to be something. The way that like we've all over the last few years had such a deep insight into the poor like way that these people are treated to the fact that even on a on a a flip of a coin, it seems like they could be released at any time for nothing. But yet, there, how dare they ask for anything uh, in return? So it's like I think we I think if it wasn't this, it was going to be something else. If it wasn't them, it would be someone else. Like I think the dam is gonna burst with WWE being so controlling of their their performers that eventually it's going to become an issue where someone who who has like that staying power of like a, a Stone like Cold a, or a Sasha a Stone Cold walking out and then like dude like I know what you're saying but this has been the thing forever yeah. with Vince and, and, and yeah, but it can't but but what's been forever can't be forever it's like things then, change it, it, dams Matt, break then. Now, forever. forever. The, things change, but Stone Cold Steve Austin walked out like the biggest drawing star in the history of pro wrestling, walked out of the company. Vince went out there, buried him, and want to know what happened? 
nothing. Nothing changed in wrestling. But look at the TV landscape back then versus now. There's so many more options now than They're making way more money now. Yeah, yeah, but but ex- oh my gosh, this is exactly what I'm saying though, because they're not making money on the their their weekly fucking performance. They're making money on their business dealings with Fox or with yeah, like all these other folks. Th- things here's what, things change. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, was, Matt, you you said it's like the dam breaking, and I don't think it. I, you are right, and also not because here's the thing: like you are right in that like people are just going to start leaving and stuff potentially, and they'll go work for someone else. Um, WWE will just keep getting sure. bigger and better. It, it, they, it, they're a right machine. That what's going to happen, yeah, yeah. but not and, in the effect that it's going to happen on WWE because it won't matter and, at all. And that's still the dream for a lot of people. And the people at the top, the very top, those are the quote-unquote draws. They're not going to leave because they're going to be happy. Yeah, because they have the power to. We'll see. Yeah. I actually, I think, I, I think, I don't know. I think I'm more right in here where it's like you've seen even over the last five years, dude. The amount of people who watch WWE declining. It's like mm, the they're... the money, the company keeps making more money. People are watching it less and less. That is eventually going to surpass itself and it's going to topple itself. And maybe they'll keep being a business that makes money, but they are not going to be the superpower in professional wrestling the, that they always want to be if, if they keep doing this. They're no, well, they they won't. But WWE, as owned by Disney, as owned by Amazon, whoever buys it, will because that's when they pivot. That's when they yeah, sure. look at, I mean... I'm Marvel just coming at it from a, the stuff. point of, like, a fan, dude. It's like, you can be well, a wrestling company that has your shit and making money, but if you're not having people watching your product or engaging in your product, you're mm-hmm. losing. And that's just what it is. I mean, but, they can, But, the, but it, they're not, because at the end of the day, they're, a, like, a for-profit company yep. that is making record profits quarter after quarter after quarter and, and it's like as as a well go ahead because i'm gonna go on a rant oh a majority of their fans don't give a shit about any of this yeah i guess that's, that's true, true. Like, like, and, and like the, the, you 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 have the heart that i want to have i say that like, I, I wish i was like, jaded like a um i'm like, way too jaded with just this. in the world in general it's like corporations yeah. always win we're always gonna die like well, it, Everything and sucks. Everything is fucked. Look that's, at okay. Like that's I what think, just the, in the world. That's yeah. been my perspective. The, and the I, example that I think is the closest is Star Wars. No new, like very little new Star Wars content was being created before it got sold to Disney. And then Disney is the one that like rent like you want fucking up. Star Wars. You want fucking Here Star Wars. Here And I've been then, watching the Clone Wars. It rocks. It is a good show. Um, like. <laughs> They they aren't looking to be ma- like having viewers right now. They're looking to be making money and look good um, to on the books to someone who doesn't give a shit about wrestling, doesn't give a shit about what their product is, it cares about what the like the numbers are, what that product brings in. That's what they they're looking better and better. And then once it sells to whoever, they will go okay. Now how do we keep making money off of this? That's creating that content, like yeah. diversifying that content. So we're going to be looking at this until they sell, and then for about five years after that, and then five years after that, we'll probably have uh, a WWE for kids on, like, Disney+. Plus. Hell yeah. Saturday morning slam. I completely agree with that. I completely agree that no matter what happens, the, the machine that is WWE is a little bit too big to fail right now. But but there's like multiple aspects of it where it's like you can still be a business making money, sure, to the people who give a shit about you making money. 
you're going to look great. That's awesome. But that's not what people – people don't make podcasts no. about the way that wrestle, wrestling companies make money. They make podcasts about they what's do, going it's on in the of wrestling. Oh, sure, sure, sure. sure. <laughs> Sorry. That's one. <laughs> but like fucking – you know what I mean? It's like it, it comes down to who's watching, who's caring, who's investing. It comes down to really the wrestlers, the independent contractors. And so it's like – Maybe the company itself will always be fine. That's not exactly what I mean. It's more of like the wrestling landscape. The 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 wrestling landscape that's always shifting is going to have to change. Something's gonna either gonna mm-hmm. have to change within WWE or not someone's either gonna have to buy it and realize more and more people aren't watching this. So we're gonna have to change the product and so, we'll get more people watching it. But so, eventually you have to get more eyes on it because it's a consistent drop and that will eventually come back to him. And I think that actually happens with all core. I mean, it's, it's a, we'll it's see. a consistent drop within one metric. Other metrics are going way up and those are the ones that are being looked at more and more. I just mean the metric so, I give a to, shit about in a wrestling podcast well, as far to, as what's entertaining yes. in the wrestling world. But yes, for absolutely. 21 straight years, WWE has declined in ratings. 21 straight years. Yeah. <laughs> It's but that does, that's not like that's not a good point to be like, and that's no, how it's always going to be. That means, it, that means but they're but they're making more money because the people that stay are the ones that are going to pour money into this machine. To them, it doesn't matter. Like having that, having Stone Cold walk out, having all this stuff is not going to change anything with that. And it, it sucks because, sure. like, I do hear you. And it's like I I understand like the passion I, and like the heart I and the want good you about to it. Be right, Matt. That's oh, I think thing. I am. I think I am. I hear what you're, you're saying. You're, but you're, you're not, because like AW you're gonna have is... a billion dollar. You're gonna have a billion dollar worthless pile of shit at some point, and no, someone's finally gonna realize it's that. a brand. And because you think it's a worthless pile of shit, there is one point whatever million people every week, two million people who don't dive into it like you do, and that's why. Like, sure. They, okay, yes. Yes. I understand. Uh, I get a little. I get a little. You know. I get a little hot and bothered about you're it. You're the exception, like not the rule with WWE. But if numbers and keep going down, it's not well, like it's going to happen tomorrow. Numbers. Numbers in general of TV go, are going down. And That's true. The and like it's the, the landscape. The numbers that actually matter more are going up because Peacock viewers like viewership on Peacock is going. It's skyrocketing. It's skyrocketing. Yeah. Um, Last WrestleMania was the most viewed thing. Like like the most viewed WrestleMania in history. So here's the other. And besides the Super Bowl is Peacock's biggest thing of the year. So like it is actually that's going up and that's them going. Oh, that's that's TV viewing of the future. Not Raw and SmackDown. And I think maybe the, the more the bigger point of what I'm trying to think about, too, is more of like. Not so much as from like a wrestling, because I agree, there's always going to be multiple metrics to what defines success in a wrestling company. But what also, if this company is going to continue to make more and more money year after year after year, it's like they are going to also have to revisit how they treat their employees or independent contractors, however they want to call them. You can't keep citing budget cuts for releasing talent like this. You can't treat people like this who put their bodies on the line and not expect them to at some point say, fuck you. Yeah, it was Stone Cold 20 years ago. It's Sasha and Naomi now. I hope it's more and more and more and more. Like it, I think the, the court of public opinion is more important now than it's ever been because of how huge social media is. That it's like they will have to pivot. Because you can't misuse and abuse your, your, the people who work for you so long, so publicly, uh, with so many people pointing at you. With, with, you know, I mean, yeah, no, Andrew Yang didn't do shit. Yes, he, or yet. Dana White's still in fucking business. And exactly, but that, just because it, the status quo is now doesn't mean it's going to stay that way. Like, it just can't. And so, like, whether that means it all just burns down, I don't fucking know. No. But, like, they, they, they well, are going to have to, if they're going to continue making this, this amount of money, oh, they're yep. going to have to reevaluate how it's, they uh, assign their employees. 
Well, it's a zero for them. They are not, the, the McMahons are not looking to last forever in this industry. I don't think that they would be quite this ruthless if they were saying, oh, we're like, you know, until and like until we die and then until we're passing the it on to our kids. I die. If if they're thinking like, oh, Stephanie Stephanie Tripp's daughters and you know whatever are gonna take over the company next, and then their kid like, but they're yeah. not. They are planning to not be in this business anymore within ten years. And so, yeah. if you're if you see an end date, you can you know you see the finish line, you can start running a little faster towards it to like make some more money. Mm-hmm. That's true. The machine's always going to keep turning. I and just I wonder c- what... I, I know like where your anger and everything is, because, I mean, I've been It's not even this. so much anger. It's just more yeah, of like that's... an inevitability. It's it's something well, that, to me, just like... makes the most amount of sense. Of course this is going to happen, and it's going to continue to happen. But do you... I've, I've just been through this. Like, they used to have Black... Like, it was called like, like Black fucking Friday or whatever, and that was the day they were fired. Black Monday, because Monday, Monday after, after, like, after WrestleMania. After WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they, it was after like that Raw, like the next week, that's when people were getting released. I was just so like you just get so numb to it because it happens over and over and over. They'll do this, the, and the it, last one they did was Cody Rhodes. Yeah, and and so stuff like that will happen, and where it's like you want to see because like I know like maybe not even talk about economics or not talk about the business side of things, but it's like the wrestlers are themselves are going to be leaving. Cody fucking came back. Yep, he yeah, started yeah. a company. He was an EVP, and it's still. Even on the other side where it's roses and rainbows and fucking unicorns fucking each other, it's um apparently there's still some shit there. Yeah. And so then he's like, Well, I can go make more money, I guess, over here. He came back. He had a stake in that company and he came back to WWE and to Vince's supple teeth. Yeah, but he's always been the most narcissist. I mean, he's the most self-serving. That's the that's the thing. Most of us are. Yeah, yeah, and that's true. It's true. And it's true. I, I think I think even if every single person holding a title right now walked out on the same day, yeah, they would panic, but they'd be fine. Oh fuck! Now we get the new the WCW New Blood Rising storyline. I, mean, I would take. I mean, yeah. If 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 you pivot to more tournaments, I'm out. I'm down. If if um, Roman left, they'd be fucked, but they'd figure it I out. I just don't see. I just don't see how Seth you and Cody champion the next day. I was like, I was gonna say <laughs> Seth, Cody, Randy in a three way match to decide. John Cena comes out. He wins the title. He takes it all. Their ratings go up. Yep. Like, not to say that Roman isn't, like, value, like, a huge draw. Just saying they have, in case of, in case of emergency break, glass options that, like, are, are fucked. They're fine. They're fucked. Yeah. Um, uh, I, like, think talking about this, this, like, reminds me most of, like, the music industry through the 90s compared to now. The music industry had this huge boom where every... Every fourth best version of a band was getting major label. Like, I mean, ska was on the radio. Yeah, no doubt was huge, and so were the mighty, mighty boss tones. Like, literally, Ryan Setzer Orchestra was a fucking thing. (laughs) Yeah, my high school Bible teacher's brother was a drummer in a band signed to Warner Brothers. That's just some random guy. Yeah, like they like released one album on Warner Brothers and then got cut. Yeah. Um, like that's what it was and like then it, it blew up yeah like it literally like and then the the bottom fell out from it not like there's no money in you know touring and music in general like in 08 basically in yeah. 08 by it was like it had already started declining but then by then like by then it was done yeah um and now look at what music looks like now there's still you know the major labels still sign people to huge contracts 
but they aren't as big as the contracts used to be, and they like and there's a lot less of them. And more bands are like independent wrestlers where yeah. they have a job when they're like that's not just they're performing and they're constantly grinding and on the road and like that's that's what wrestling just kind of and- like start looking like. And then there's a semi big you know second option in AEW and stuff that's still all there, but that's like the big like. You know, more underground music stuff. That's still there, but it's that's, like that's like epitaph records. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. What's What's really interesting about the music landscape now too is like, uh, Japanese Breakfast and Turnstile are playing late night shows now, not fucking Imagine Dragons or Twenty One Pilots. I don't know music anymore. I think that's that's just the thing. these I, are references from five years ago. Because we're but just going to be looking at, and it, I totally think same thing with music, same thing with bands like independent bands, like yeah, like Turnstile or Japanese Breakfast, being able to do incredible things for themselves. I think we're just moving to a way that we are all of us as fans are way too tuned in to exact, or we have the ability to be way too tuned in to exactly what's going on, uh, to the point where it's like you can't continue to do shitty, sh- shady shit in the shadows while expecting that you're not going to have to have your comeuppance. I, I know yeah. what you're saying that the money but, will be there, but like the, the public opinion is going to make your investors want to pull the fuck out. If you don't eventually start treating your, uh, you know, let's call them employees better. Cause that's what they are uh, to the point where you can't, you can't, I don't know, whatever we've, we've been, yeah. we've been going on about it. But you know what I mean? I just, well, I'm taking your conversation as a uh, bigger thing for the world. And I, I think like it, I think the it all state bleeds, of everything. I think it's all going to bleed over. And really, I just I I don't know. The I world is I'm, professional wrestling, dude. I mean, we live in a kayfabe ass fucking world, and like yeah. honestly, like it's kind of silly to say it that way, but it is so true. It's like it, it yeah. is exactly we accept what we accept mm-hmm. because it's provided pr- put in front of us. Uh, there's a very yeah. good podcast called Pro Wrestling Explains the World, where <laughs> that is the entire concept. Yeah, but if you get um, people, is it who, still around? I doubt it. I don't think they've was, done anything for three years. Probably not, but it was. I'm just like that's when you can go back and back yeah. catalogs to take, take a listen. Like, I just, I don't know. I think everything's gonna get worse for people, and that's how the world works, I, and that's I, how especially America works. 2016 was like. I think the next president you, might be well, worse than Donald Trump. That's what I think. <laughs> We'll see, dude. I mean, I, we don't have to get into that. I thought Joe Biden but, would be doing but, a little bit better than he's fucking trying. <laughs> I didn't. Say, like, I didn't. What? I thought he'd at least do something. Something. <laughs> Anything. Just a thing. Yeah. A thing would be nice. 2016, literally, like, it was, like, a meme that the year sucked. And, like, and everything's like, oh, I can't get worse than 2016. I have, I have a fucking enamel pin that's done by an amazing friend and artist, uh, Julia Green. Uh, that's 26, a dumpster that says 2016 and it's on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, every single year, uh, Julia's made a new version. I know of it's like, it's, it's been that. a meme almost where every year come the end of the year is like, because don't take another one from us. 2018. Guys, the dark ages lasted a thousand years and the, probably yep. every year of those, they're like, can't get, can't yeah. get fucking worse. The plague can't no, come again. I can't get the plague in my, in both of my balls. It's like, like the great prophet Fred Durst said, everything is fucked. Everybody sucks. But major companies have fallen before, and it comes down to abusing the people that work for you. And that's what I'm saying is eventually this is going to come out and, and, and be seen as what it is, which is abuse, that you can't be like, hey, you shut up and you give what we're taking. So you one can of the, take what one you're giving. One of the big things, though, is that the news cycle changes so quick. Yep. And there's going to be something else that yeah. comes out. For sure. Like, like, we, like, talked problem, more, dude. we talked more about Will Smith and Chris Rock than 10 people getting shot by a 
a terrorist. Yeah. Of course. I And I hear that too, but I think it, it it's just that it's like, I don't know. We're, we're so used to that status quo of, of things being the way that they are that it's like, I think we're moving towards a new way where we, where we are all seeing that corporations are going to continue to fuck us over. WWE is a massive one, but like mm-hmm. major corporations don't last forever. You, there's no such thing as being too big to fail. And yeah. it's like, that's the thing that you're going to have to adapt because this is going to get seen as what it is, which is abuse. I mean, um, it, to, oh, to people. Matt, I, I do agree with you 100%. I, the way I see it is they have a timeline of that. They are they are making a, a risk assessment of we we won't, like, nothing like so bad that, like, kill, like kills us off is going to happen before we sell the company. Mm-hmm. And the people they sell the company to are the ones that are going to say, we're so, you know, hey, hey, this industry needs to change, blah, blah, blah. We're going to... Disney's they're all going to be Disney employees and not yeah. you know W not also sports. they uh, might actually be employees though they get benefits that's, that's what Zach. I'm saying they will be Disney employees or, versus WWE or maybe, or maybe they'll have or maybe yeah. they'll have you're SAG a, cards you're a South you're a South, uh, South Park fan or were <laughs> I was at one point it was who the, wasn't it was uh, remember the one with BP and it's like we're sorry we're, we're sorry, sorry. It's, they're gonna get bought now by we're like, NBC Universal like NBC Universal or Fucking Disney or whoever, The Rock's mm-hmm. probably gonna run it. So the public facing image is gonna be great. Um, and then it won't even be seen as a negative thing for the past of the industry. That because guess who's one of the Rock's good childhood friends is Vince McMahon, Nick Khan. <laughs> oh, they yes. were good childhood friends. Is he a Rock, young Rock? Rock just struck a deal with like uh, Disney for the XFL. They're gonna buy Disney. He's gonna be the head of it, and uh, uh, like he's gonna buy WWE. He's gonna be the head of it. Nick Khan's gonna run the business. Like there it is. Mm-hmm. It's right and there. And that is literally how this industry pivots right there. Yeah. Like, yeah. and it's unfortunate. Like for us as fans of like professional wrestling, the way we are, like whenever something blows up and goes mainstream, even if you still like that you loved when it wasn't mainstream, even if you still appreciate the way it's being presented and stuff. You have to let go of the it being for you, yeah, and it being for everyone. It's comic books, like that's know, what happened like, when I went to a turnstile show recently. <laughs> that's what happened. You know, that <laughs> you just and sometimes that can go too far. The whole idea of like selling out or whatever, like it can be like to the point where all of the art is gone. Yeah, like and that's that right. sucks. Like, but that's what WWE is moving towards right now. But that means we have to retrain ourselves as wrestling fans to remember WWE does not equal pro wrestling that it was that for a long time because WCW went out of business and like people didn't have access to the worldwide like scope of their the wrestling business yet like not everybody's yeah, watching IWA Mid-South yeah yeah <laughs> like um but like that's how we have to retrain ourselves to think of like pro wrestling as all of it not just this very very like you know, big like corporate and mainstream version of that thing. Yeah, like, there's still like un- like comic books that feel like they did before Marvel blew up into what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you just aren't probably gonna buy a cool Marvel comic anymore. Yeah, it's like think about like cheeseburgers. It's like you don't just think of McDonald's, right? You'll yeah. think of uh, you think fucking... of AEW now and yeah. the Geek Battle Royals. No, it's A and W. Of course, A and W. Yeah. And W. <laughs> no, it, but it, like you'll think, oh, like what about Try this place? Try Subway once like, in a while. Yeah, downtown or whatever. And that, that's like where we are. Like it's like 
as fans, like we want it to be better. I'm just so jaded with like a lot of it. It's just like it's numb. I also do this with the world. I can disassociate yeah. like nobody's well, business. So. And the mm-hmm. thing that I had to learn because when I when I want to be as hopeful as Matt, but what I have learned just existing in the public world, I was I worked at my house. I was in my own little bubble. I had my own little bubble of friends. I never did anything. And now like being out in the normal world, the majority of people don't care about anything. Oh, I oh we saw that we saw that dude. I mean, what until twenty twenty? Any movie where it was like the world was ending, it's like okay, and the people come together. No, we don't. We don't. We absolutely don't. That's what it's like. I'm watching the West Wing, and the people in power care so much, but they have to play the game. What I think is care so much, and it's like that's not how it is. They don't give a fuck about us. I just want to say, I don't think I'm being. It's not like. I do think what I say people will take maybe as being like naive or whatever. I don't See, think that's what I don't want to. I don't want to use that word. It's not naive, but because it, well, but it's what, what you're trying to say. But it's what it's no, like. No, you're hopeful. <laughs> yeah, naive. <laughs> yeah, uh, but what you have I have a better what, heart. What you I have better, you have more fight po- in you. You're positive to a fault. There, no, you, you have no, more you fight. can't. You can trace it back to history. Whenever there are, are like. One, whenever people get a chance to talk to each other, like social it's always media darkest has before given, the dawn, brother. <laughs> no, it's it's that whenever the most amount of people can get together and look at each other and see like, oh, this is what's actually going on. The result is a more empathetic approach and outlook. It is. I when I say jaded, I mean like I'm jaded that as a negative thing. Like I mean that as yeah, like that's not a that's not the, a good thing. The that opposite we version off. of naive, like that, <laughs> like I am, like yeah, jaded is the like. The polar opposite of naive to the same negative connotation. Like I'm saying, like I when some good things happen, I'm like surprised, and that sucks. Like yeah, oh, yeah. yeah no, you know, like yeah, and I, you know, I, I I've gotten myself in situations where I'll break my own heart about shit, but you know, it's like I I there's not a world in which this trajectory. I think, but I think it's to exactly what you're saying. There's not a. Tra- I don't think Vince McMahon is thinking of a trajectory where this is long term. I think they're trying to position themselves to make the most amount of money, get the fuck out. He, from there, will, from there, someone else can repair the damage. But like, I, uh, oh yeah, I, I, I'm, I don't know if Vince's like ultimate like, you know, motivation for things are, is to like make sure his family is has literally the most money before he dies. Except you, Shane. Except I think it's the I think it's different. I think it's that he thinks of himself as a pharaoh. Mm-hmm. And uh, he wants to be fucking buried with the. With well, his that's witches. the thing. I like, think he wants to. I be, built this. To, I'm reaping the benefits. He wants I to be worth the me. most. Yeah, he wants to be worth the most money he ever is the day he dies. Yep, like, I agree with that completely. I, I think, and that's just his fucking sick old man brain. Yep. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that the the last point about it is it's just the most disheartening thing about all of it to me was seeing the reaction to Sasha and Naomi. It's like I get it. Sure, you fucked other people over. Grow the fuck up. Who hasn't been in a job where someone walked out and fucked you over? A massive corporation like they did will fucking on the fly figure something out for them to then go so public to be like, this is so unprofessional. Yeah. This is so yeah. shitty. It's like they're doing this, this, this. Obviously, there's a racial component to it. Yep. There is because like that. It's just how it's seen. Vince McMahon acting like an emotional child about all of this is the most ironic part about it. Uh, when they're literally calling Sasha an emotional child about it, where Vince is like, dude, you're the one putting airtime on your fucking weekly programming to like make a big deal out about this when you could pivot. It's yeah, like you're not. You you're could, being a, a catty little fucking bitch boy. It, I'm sorry. Just what you are, Vince. It should have stayed. It should have stayed backstage. Yeah, and I. So it's just, mm-hmm. and, and the fact that there's not a lot of support going on within the locker room publicly. I mean, who knows privately? 
Uh, or even in the wrestling world, it's just like, I don't understand why people are like, oh, they shouldn't be like this. It's like, I think this is exactly what you get when you mistreat I, people long enough. Well, it's because yeah. like 95% of people want their spots. and like, well, I would have fucking just done it. That, that's yeah. why. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's and, just because they're too day to day with it. You, you don't, you're not far enough away to remove to be like, oh, that is actually kind of fucked. And because what? like for the, sorry, Derek, I, oh, I no, you're good. Her, okay. Um, for all the like progress in the wrestling world, like, for in people like being more empathetic and stuff and like that, um, they still like. Throughout, not all wrestlers are going to be from the same like understanding viewpoint that black women face this yep. more. A lot of people in the wrestling world think black we- women are bossy and like shit like that. All those negative like things that get tossed on black women for mm-hmm. racist reasons. People in the wrestling world believe that the boys in the back. Mm-hmm. Even if they don't say it, even if there's been a lot of progress, some of them are still kind of good old boys, like yeah. and, and shit. Yeah, we're not far away. We're not far removed from people like you don't win championships. We're not yeah. far removed from that. We're not far removed from like most wrestlers are fucking weird. Even the the yeah. good ones are weird. Chuck and Ch- Trent are fucking weirdos. Oh yeah, and like I, I bet I bet Effie is a narcissistic person as well. I think um, Effie would even even admit to like, it. Like, I think a lot of like the good ones are also. I'm putting quotes on the video. You don't know that I'm doing that. That's weird. <laughs> you, you, you said have, it. No you one said it. Inflection you, on it. Yeah. But at you, the you same put the time, on it. it's. I, I, but I we put everybody on these pedestals because because yep. they're in public. They're just like fucking us. They're people. They're people. Yeah. And they're yeah they're people. Um. But what I was going to say is um what happens at SummerSlam when they come back. And um, this whole conversation. Yeah, is exactly. Moot. Exactly. And I don't it, think it's a work at all. I don't think so either. But I do think, you know, money talks. You if, know, it's if, a, if it's a work, then it's a good one. I agree. But it's a it's a it's a well executed one. It's a bad one. I would say it's, 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 it's a bad gross. work, but it's well executed. Yeah. 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 And I do, I, and I, I see what you mean too. I, I do, I get a little too much like, I understand what's best for the wrestling world. When I, I, that's, that's you one fat. Well, you but do. There are what, many, what? many, many facets of wrestling fans. And you're yeah. right that the most of what? them don't, are, are too passive to really care. But yeah. it's like, I don't what know. What you're saying is best. What you're I, saying is what I want. I, I want socialism, but I still vote in our elections. <laughs> yeah. Oh, same, same. <laughs> you know, that's, that's very much that. I, like, yeah. yes, I, what you are saying, and I think I, I just I, been thinking it was ideal, it. but I've just been thinking about it a lot since it happened. Where I was like, one, I was expecting way more support because when I first heard that, I was like, finally, dude, finally, because this is what yeah. I think people was... at, at, in their top positions need to do is just be like, hey, you're gonna say fuck you to us at a, at yeah. a whim, fuck you too, buddy. And, and there was some, but I think I don't know if there. Well, I guess there was some. I think I know Shayna. There was Bailey. And it's all subtle because they got to protect themselves. Yeah, exactly. Um, But I also think, and then like there are women in AEW who like said even more because they can. They they can. And also, and then even if some of them are people who would also have shitty opinions, they want, they want the cool big free agents to come to their company. Uh And I think some dudes said something, but. Well, FTR is going to have Sasha's back forever. They're best friends. Yeah. And they don't give a shit about saying anything to anyone. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like there were some, but like, yeah, not a lot of support. I was just a little surprised by it. Yeah. I mean, um, well, they're like, all that's... trying. They're all trying to make a dollar. They're not gonna have a big well, walkout. 
Also, that's the, the booth... only thing that would be effective is if there was a big. Yeah, lockout. I don't. I guess I mean from people within WWE. I guess just the broader wrestling community seem to be like, oh, oh no, yeah. what's going on here? See, Whoa. I'm in. I'm in a tiny little wrestling community bubble. So <laughs> everyone yeah, in... has my opinion, unless it's about Danhausen. <laughs> uh, like, you know, what's the really, really good way to keep workers from, like, you know, rising up against you? Make them divided. They, them putting out the statement so quickly, yeah, mm-hmm. immediately did that thing you said you were talking about of the, like, oh, they, they, they failed you. Mm-hmm. So, like, yep. that's like when, you know, you're at a fucking shitty retail job and someone calls out and your manager goes, like, yeah. They, yeah, they screwed us, you know, yep. whatever, you know, like, we gotta work harder, not, like, it rallies the troops to, like, be fucking bootlicking, you know, literally, like, that's yeah. what that, this is. I like, mean, that, that's says, literally like, how... They the, betrayed you. It's how America's private prison system is, work, like, is built up. There's YouTube channels about it. It's, like, it really is, like, you versus... You, you, you guys are who is competing against each other, pay no attention to the, you know, us behind the curtain. But that's also like, how the corporate world works, too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's the whole, I, I mean, it, exactly. It's all. It's how America works. It's a very American, WWE is, a, is an insanely American institution. But uh, I don't know. It, it, to me, it's just really fascinating because I see it as the, not not the beginning of anything. I just see it as the inevitable. This is, this is the find out portion of fucking around. This is the treat, mis- treat people long enough. It won't, people will push back. And it's, I think Sasha, it makes sense because, like, like we were saying, she has the kind of a history of being someone who pushes back, and she uh, doesn't need them. She certainly doesn't. That's a big thing about it too, that's... and that's also why there's resentment from people who do need them. Yeah. yeah, like that, and that's all again just classic tactic of like oppressing people. It's like, true, and then like, honestly, and and for all my grandstanding, it's like the entertainment business is is also built on exploiting and abusing people. So it is mm-hmm. like. Yeah, it's it's not like it's unique to WWE. Yeah, and you know a lot of those things are slowly and kind of cynically changing in the entertainment world. Yeah, um, like a, a lot of the stuff that has been awful is now just kind of bad. Um, and again, that's what will happen to the wrestling world when the entertainment world owns it. When yeah. it's a non wrestling entity that takes over WWE, they'll fix all those weird old old you know, traditions that wrestling has because they'll corp- they'll make them fit their corporate structure. That's probably a part of the major part of it too. It's just that wrestling is still seen as this like goofy, not real, anything to be taken seriously. I actually had a conversation with someone at the farmer's market that got a little contentious <laughs> yesterday about it. But, uh, cause I was wearing a wrestling shirt. It doesn't matter. But, um, do you fight him? No, no. Were you waiting in right line for Bodie bread? No, dude. He wheeled up to me in this electronic wheelchair, and he's like, "What's <laughs> that shirt?" And I was like, "Oh, it's Lethal Leap Year. It's like a southpaw. Re- it's like a joke wrestling, fake wrestling thing." He's like, "Isn't all wrestling fake?" And it, I, I didn't even, as a joke, I was like, "Well, it's predetermined, dude. It's not fake." And then I got that look from Katie of like, "No, no, 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 no." It was fun. It was fun. It was fun. The guy just sort of smirked it off, but I was like, "We'll get into it, bro." This is fake. Southpaw wrestling is fake. I, I have a new, I have a new response to that. Is like, no, you're thinking of football. <laughs> just like, and just be like sincere about it. Like, no, no, you're. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. you're wrong. Like, you're thinking, of, you know, you're you're thinking of baseball. <laughs> yeah, make them think about it. Anyway, it got contentious, but, but the no, world of wrestling like, is not taken seriously, which I think is why a lot of this can yeah. also get flown under the radar. So it'll get taken seriously in various certain aspects, but 
just like kind of like MMA, just like fight, like shoot fighting um, and combat sports in general, it's always viewed as like a certain thing. And that's why they get away with murder. And so it's going to yeah. happen. Legitimate mm-hmm. murder has happened. Yeah. <laughs> Same in wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just, they, yeah. If people don't take you seriously, then you aren't in at risk of like them taking you seriously. Yeah. Yep. For for your for your sins. Exactly. Exactly. Everything you do is maybe abusive and and predatory and shitty as it is is looked at under the lens of like, oh, it's all just goofy. It's wrestling. It's it's fine. This so stuff happens in it... bigger corporations. This stuff happens bigger places that we need to take care of. When it's really the... like, yeah, it's like this is a massive entertainment. Circuses like are still abusing animals because yep. no one cares. Again, they're literally a circus. So people like it's not serious enough. Like some of them have changed. There's still ones that do it. Yeah. Like it's the exact same thing. It's literally like, yeah, if you aren't taken seriously, then you yeah. like don't have to seriously contend with anything. You 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 almost gotta reap the benefit of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you yeah exactly. So we'll see how it all plays out. I do wonder because as it stands right now, there's not like any active suspensions or anything, is there? There, there's their contracts are both up in a month or two. Yeah, no, they're okay, not. so everyone's kind of just assuming this is a goodbye. Nope. Oh, because now they're not working. They're suspended. That's what indef- I was wondering. They're suspended there's, indefinitely, and so their contracts are going to be frozen. They can lock them out. Oh, that's fuck. what I was wondering because Vince is being the most petty. Yeah. The older he gets, the more petty he gets. I feel no, like. And, nope. No, this I guess is, it's all he had there. This is there's precedent for him being this uh, yeah. again. Like you're, but, you, you have this shock and surprise, and I miss that. Sometimes. I'm not saying it's shock and surprise. I'm it's just saying just it's, that, like, it's it's what what's ridiculous is just the amount of longevity Vince McMahon has of getting rid of this, getting away with this. And this is just another it's big because example. He, he is that cutthroat. He does this. Yep. Yeah. That's what's kept them there. I think for we're so just. Long. I think maybe it's just the the fact that we are seeing accountability in so many other areas. Not full accountability by any means, but even in the wrestling world, there's been a push for like let's hold these people, the wrestlers themselves, accountable for their actions. Yeah, it's hold yeah, people accountable, the but then the every, but it, it has to. It has to go up to the ones who signed the checks and like or and again. Well, it's just, like so here's just a, a a real fun example of that. Um, Shad Khan was the principal investor of a black like a all black news network that um just decide, hey, we're cutting it, and all the back pay for the last couple of weeks that you guys have worked for free, yeah, you're not getting later. But then here comes, uh, like, the next really cool signing, because he's the guy that legitimately signs the checks. Next cool signing comes out in AEW, nobody cares. It's mm-hmm. going to be like that in everything. Um, well, Ali came back. Yeah. Mustafa yep. Ali came back. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. I mean, it, I'm not trying to say no one should make their own dollar. You know, everyone's got to make a make well, it. Make no, it, it's it's just that there's just like shit sucks. It. And that's just like, I but if you're, if you're saying, but that's just the way it is, like, that's what has to change. I feel like that's the mentality that can't again, stick around. It, it will change the moment this company gets bought mm-hmm. by a by a company that is going to use it as a positive PR thing for themselves. Yeah. When they make the change, they will look mm-hmm. at that and state. They won't see that like this sucks. I I hate sometimes working in marketing because like I can see through some of this <laughs> yeah. stuff. And I'm this isn't an an a problem for Disney, NBC Universal, whoever buys it. This is an opportunity. Yeah, this is <laughs> an area yeah. of growth. Think this about the, think about WWE Pride Month. You know, it, it is so true. I should have, but it's I'm, just Charlotte wearing rainbow gear. Susan it's, G. Komen, like, and they present like, and it's it's a good thing they're doing like these like. Women that have beaten breast cancer and, and like 
lifting them up. But they're but not doing they're it because with, they want to do that. It, also, they're working with a sh- terrible company. Yeah. By the way. Don't support Susan G. Komen. Oh, yeah. No. But no, I, I mean, like, like you the understand Connors, that the Connors cure shit is all tax write offs. I understand, oh, like, yeah. business is disgusting and capitalism is gross. But, like, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it, it feels like this is inevitable. It's all I'm trying to really the point is I just feel like this is the next. It's it, everything about this feels very logical that there's going to be walkouts. There's going to be but there's, there's no logic set. with wrestling. <laughs> I think maybe we'll just start seeing more logic within it. But I we, guess even you, we are you going start... to the more corporate it gets. Like honestly, yeah. like this stuff, like all like makes sense in the corporate world and in the entertainment world. Like downsizing, like, like downsizing, doing all that. It's not mm-hmm. personal. It's business. Mm-hmm. I mean, they 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 what a year and a half ago, two years ago, they stood in the middle of the ring, being like, "You're the manager now. You get to make the decisions." Yeah, now. Well, one, I also had that meeting. They pointed with, at the camera and they said, "You, my, you viewer, like my boss's boss had that meeting. It's like, you guys are all owners here. I even <laughs> want to print certificates because you guys are the lifeblood of this company. You guys are what you you own this. So go out there mm-hmm. and own it." Yeah, it's like, oh, is that literally how Winco markets itself. Being out of the corporate world is so good. <laughs> I work for a startup now, and so it's really interesting to see how those like foundations get started. <laughs> yeah, uh, but like, mm-hmm. it, but I there's a keg in the brick room. No, I mean no. I I mean there's a keg and there's a beer in my there's Miller Lights in my fridge downstairs. <laughs> I work from home. Hell yeah, there's a keg in the break room. <laughs> there's a keg in the toilet. No, I, I guess I'm not surprised, and I understand. I'm not coming out as an era, era of like I didn't see this coming. It's more of just like, it, it's just uh, I don't know. It's it's interesting to see what will happen. And most yeah. anything, I just hope the frame of reference stays on. Like the most important thing is the people who are putting themselves on the line yep. uh, deserve to be heard and taken care of, and the, and they deserve to say I'm not getting that. So fuck off. The the corporate. The corporate aspect of it does like kinda kinda suck as far as like us appreciating the artistry of wrestling and stuff, like us being fans of right. wrestling in that way. The po- the positive element of the of it becoming more corporate is that this exact situation won't happen after this after WWE's owned by someone else because they will have people in their you know PR division going, We shouldn't call two black women difficult to work with on TV. Yep. They will. There will not be Vince McMahon yelling at Michael Cole to do this. Dude. Do it, or I'll kill your family. I can't um, imagine what WWE is going to look like when they're not writing for an audience of one. It's going to be interesting. It will. It'll look like the Marvel TV shows on Disney. Pretty good. Pretty good. Kind of boring. This was made by someone better. Yeah, but it's, it's a cool. At least That's I'm true. getting. At least Moon Knight exists. It would have been cooler on the the Netflix Marvel. Uh, literally, exactly what I was cool. thinking. I, I like it. It sucked. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that was a great conversation. We're in a funny, funny world and a funny, funny time. I think with all major corporations, WWE is just one of them. Yeah. Uh, but on the, and the main difference is most corporations call the people who work for them employees. Uh, and family. This, one this is this company. Family. It's like the most specific business privilege that they get somehow. Like it is just like. And Man, the, it's, it's every combat sport advantage. company too is a thing. Like mm-hmm. it's like it is legitimately just that whole genre: UFC, Bellator, AEW. Like, it's, yeah, it sucks. Like, and um, it's just like looking back on it. Like again, like I literally used to write about this one specific issue for, as a job about like independent <laughs> contractors versus W two employees. Yeah, they are like almost nothing is like this cutthroat as far as the advantage they get over their workers. Like, and 
everywhere is cutthroat in its advantage over workers, even places that are unionized still mm-hmm. do. Totally. Unions just make it a little more even. Yeah. Um, they have, like, triple advantage. They're, like, playing, like, with, you know, like, an extra, like, you can hold more cards than everyone else at the table. And also you're drawing from a different deck that has extra face cards. You're like, playing a pinochle deck. They're playing a pinochle, your own pinochle deck against a bunch of other people. Yeah, seriously. I guess just on a personal note, I I, I would say I'm proud of Sasha and Naomi for, for advocating for themselves. I don't give a yeah. fuck if it fucked up the main event. Uh, oh, yeah. No, I don't care about that we'll either. See what, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it'll, be, it'll be very interesting for sure. Like, I hope they both come out with feeling good about the outcome, basically. Yeah, same. Yeah. If it, same. I'm going to just say if there was certain people, if they thought it was a big enough problem, I would have done something by now, so that's probably gonna end up okay. Yeah, and, and I, I know I don't no hate coming back and collecting a paycheck. I don't have anything against oh, that yeah. either. It doesn't yeah. mute this conversation. It's like no, there is still all. just it, we're chugging down a road that's leading to some, that that this is an inevitable can you know uh, like outcome of. So I, and it, and it's not gonna be the the, the last time. No, unless you know, won't. unless they fucking finally sell this bad boy, in which case I'll start watching again. <laughs> Um, so we just got done talking about a terrible corporation. Let's talk about a great one, AEW. Yeah. The best corporation ever is going to change the world professional wrestling. <laughs> uh, so, uh, are you going to treat your employees better? Clearly a joke. Vaguely. Oh, are you going to are you going to run your company like a political campaign and be like, "Yeah, I support unions." Oh wait. No, I don't. Just kidding. I'm going back to Vince. <laughs> I I still remember distinctly Cody being the one, the first one that got asked about making their wrestlers employees when they announced AEW, and it was yep. immediately like, "Well, we're gonna look into any, all the possibilities." <laughs> yeah. like, okay. yeah. Y'all aren't no, different. No, Y'all yeah. aren't different at all. Not yeah, at the all. cons own like a soccer like uh, team and a fucking football team. They're not gonna treat their employees well. <laughs> I mean, that being said, though, they're the people that they hired Urban Meyer to uh, you know treat their employees a specific, a very specific way. way. Yep. Shows how much they can Urban do. Meyer was the Nick Khan. <laughs> I have a soft spot in my heart for Double or Nothing. Oh. It was the it was the first one. Yeah, terrible pieces of shit make good content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Screwdriver, Morrissey, um, Urban Outfielder. What, what are some of your favorite bands? Uh, Morrissey, um, um, John Collins. Kanye West. I only listen to um, Fugazi and Pussy Riot. Ted Nugent. <laughs> Dude, I wish, like, we, I, I can go back to last week. I wish Ted Nugent wasn't such a piece of shit because that man could rock a guitar. Hank Williams. Hank um, Williams is fine. One of them's bad. Well, there's three of them. Junior's good. I know that. Junior's um, fine. I think Original's fine. I think Hank 3 might be a little questionable. Okay. Um,. I don't remember. Agnostic Front, they got that song about hating people on welfare. Oh, man. So I actually um, got this. I got a book. Uh, about, front rocks. I, I got a, a book about, it's called Hate, so it's called Hate Music, right? Okay. But I got, it's called like Music of Hate and Music of Healing. So is it uh, all about hate breed? No, there's actually a lot a of fucking, book. there's a lot of bands out there with really, really, really racist and anti-Semitic names. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, yeah, Derek, if you want a playlist or something, if you okay. like Screwdriver, I can, I guess, send you the names. I don't really want to look up the songs. Well, I can just watch American History X. The movie's powerful, bro. 
Powerful dude. Um, no, I, oh man, I looked that movie so fucking cool. Got my uh, got the name for my finisher from it. What <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> well, was weird of the bands I listed off is I listened to some of them. Not Screwdriver. I don't mm. listen to Morrissey solo work. I listen to Kanye West all the time. <laughs> oh yeah, no. It's a, if, if you're if this is your first episode, it's a long running yeah. joke that Derek likes anti-Semitic band Screwdriver. And Matt. No. It's actually the joke is Matt. <laughs> oh, the, it switched to Matt finally? Yeah. Oh, did it? Because okay. uh, it doesn't seem to be uh, how things are floating around in the court I of public think, opinion. I, you could really just read this and say that, you know, white cishet males like problematic things. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck y'all. Um, a minority of some kind, why don't you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm not trying. <laughs> I, I, I'm on some performative shit. Um... I don't. I'm not saying that about anyone I know. Oh, who hasn't, dude? Yeah, I'm, it's the pitfalls I, of being I'm, a white boy. It's, it's my <laughs> biggest. Shit, I used to think I was one of you too. It's my biggest. It's my biggest fear in the world is coming off as performative. <laughs> um. So I just. So I'm actively horrible. <laughs> no. If I can't no, be genuine, if I can't be. If I can't be genuine, I'm just not. I'm just not claiming I'm something I'm not. That's it. I'm actively horrible. <laughs> I said the bar so low. that I, no one thinks I'm performative. I'm actively <laughs> terrible. Uh, um, I really don't believe this, guys. That's what, I'm not racist, but I just like saying that. I, I would believe that that was the truth about like just not not saying anyone specific, but just someone we know. Like that's kind of a weird grumpy asshole. It's like oh, but they're actually only grumpy asshole because they don't want to be taken as performative. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The only way I can be authentic is by being a, a real piece of shit. So yeah, no, I just I'm just I, mean, I hear man. what you're saying, dude. I'm just me, man. You're saying. No, it's it's good to be uh, it's, we gotta try to be self aware. Yeah, that's it. I like dumb shit. That's me. Do you like dumb shit like Double or Nothing in this yeah. year 2022 of our Lord? I like wrestling. I like wrestling. Um, dumbest shit there is to like. Let's uh, let's like jump portals. in. Let's jump. I love turtles. I love turtles. Um, let's jump in. Let's jump into the card. Uh, the first Ooh, is uh, the I'm internet. In. The internet and Eastside's favorite team, uh, Hook and Down Danhausen versus down. Tony Nice and uh, Smart Mark Sterling. The fact that Smart Mark Sterling is wrestling on this show was it, isn't he? <laughs> I haven't watched AEW in a long time. Isn't he like Jade Cargill's mouthpiece? Yeah, she was a okay. good one. But he's yeah. also now representing Tony Nese because he does need one. Yeah, because <laughs> he's got abs and that's he's got it. Abs, but no, yeah, no char- no charisma. Oh my, it's negative. And then I know you um, size in the negative Dan Housen camp. I won't. Stupid. I, 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 to me, I'm like, it still doesn't quite make sense that he's in this match. But okay, it, it doesn't make sense. But I, I mean, like, this, okay. just, y'all, this y'all match is just I love this match is just for that, Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Y'all love. I, I love some goofy shit. It's, is this but, Hook's Hook's first pay per view? No, because it's the pre show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't got to pay for that. They're they're, they're slow burning him right. Like they're like they've they're keeping on the pre show. He's only wrestled on. I, I'm pissed off that it's and, that it's coming to teaming with Danhausen. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Like just because it's fuck it's 
It's goofy as shit, and like I don't know. It's not how I'd like either of them to be used, but I just hope it turns out good. They very yeah. much both seem to be. Uh, they exist very much in like the internet kind of zeitgeist of things, so it makes sense that they'd be hanging out together uh, I would, on our TVs. But... That same shoot with, and the... they're polar opposites. Yeah. That, that's the that's the gimmick. Uh, but yep. that's the uh, same shoot with the Johnny Curtis Fandango that I was watching. He was like, I forgot who. It's talking about Randy Orton being one of the best, and how he's like. Oh, people just like don't understand why he works so slow and is methodical. He's great, you know. There's stuff like that, and I'm working an indie with Danhausen. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, the next match is uh, Jade Cargill versus Anna J. Uh, how Ooh, this will be rough. Like I said, I haven't watched. How's Jade been as a champion? Is it more Big matches is it are more good? In, is it more interesting than Brit or less? Same. Well, well, okay, okay. Um, both. Yes, to it's both more and less interesting. <laughs> okay, the match. The matches are bad. Um, she's had a couple that like she's been in with the right person to like carry. Like Goldberg. Goldberg had some okay early squash matches. If he was in there with the right person who could sell, right? You know. Mm-hmm. Um, same with Jade. The matches. They're they're doing. They're like they're, they're giving her too ambitious. much time. Okay. They're, they're because. The character is getting over. I don't love like everything they're doing with the character, but it's not it's not all for me and like so like whatever. And it is getting over with like a crowd that like is like a very unique and specific crowd. Like it's getting over a lot with women, like who just see Jade like because Jade's fucking cool. Like it's getting like getting over with like black Twitter and like black culture and stuff, and that's like areas that aren't reached out to very well in wrestling. So that's cool. That that's for them. I also think that they're a little you know, been a little gross about some of the the baddies a little bit. In okay. Some of their twit, the way they do it on Twitter, basically. But uh, Anna Jay's also not very like she's very green. This is yeah. gonna be a rough bad match. And yeah, like, like I, I'm pretty sure she's only been wrestling on Dark and Dark Elevation. And I think um, she's getting better, but like she, she's, but it's like, like been wrestling wh- for like two years. Why? Like why is she challenged? Like what's the she, what's the she, she's hot. She's dating um, Jungle Dan, Jungle Boy. Uh, which puts her over on with social metrics, basically. <laughs> and so that's... Yeah. But, like, but it's like, I feel like they had her position for a while to like, she's going to break out soon, just wait. And then she disappeared. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I kind of feel like that too. Wasn't it, was it Ty and Anna Jay that were kind of a tag team that I thought it, was gaining it, some steam? And now they're it, both sort of relegated, or Ty's relegated it, to being Sammy's they, for some reason, girlfriend. Well, they for some reason, they thought that team was going to be a babyface team. Nah, dude. What? Who? What the fuck? What? Who would I ever think that? I yell. I yell daily to this group chat, and I blame them for Sammy Guevara because everybody before is like, "Oh, we like him. Like he's a piece of shit." I want us. I want somebody to beat him up, and then lo and behold, he's a piece of shit. And then he got annoying, even on top of being a piece of shit. (laughs) So it's even worse. Yeah, I'm right. (laughs) <laughs> it's not it's not great it's not great i don't think that means we shouldn't have given him a chance but see, i don't yeah see, cause he said some horrible things about multiple people and i was like i'm my bad i didn't know that anyway it doesn't matter see, it does and that's matter. what i like about isai um his hatred of downhausen he understands that it's just his opinion mm-hmm. but like there are certain things where it's like no i'm right you're wrong and you're correct on this he, one he understands the difference, and I like it. You like, I, and I get Dan Housen isn't like for it. me. Dan Housen's yeah. for like Twitter. Same with Hook. Hook's for like for like the TikTok generation. I'm 34. Yeah, 
Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. I well, I will say for Jade, I think she looks. She presents as so much more of a champion than Britt did. Well, Britt different, had, was different better, title though. Britt was better at talk. Yeah, a different. Oh, uh, this different is the TBS championship. Oh my god. Yeah, oh yeah. TBS. I know yeah. nothing. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. right so right, is Britt right, still right, the champion? Right. No, 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 Thunder no, no, no. Rosa is. No, who's gotten like less than oh, twenty minutes of we'll TV that. time. That was actually okay. my. I got the titles mixed up. Got, okay, but she but she okay. presents more as a champion. I think Jade. Really she carries does herself very well. She has a yeah. presence. She exactly. just needs to get better in the ring. Like that's, exactly. that's yeah. all it is. Everything else is there. But it's like, will she get better? Probably, but yeah, we don't know. Probably, for... but it's it's really hard for someone to get better when they're on top and have that expectation there to like to come up to meet that they can get better. Like, you know, you see it with Cena and like people have, but it yeah, took Cena like a decade. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Then this company is three years old. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. I have I have some thoughts on this more when we get to the the AW Women's Championship. Oh, I got some lineup. thoughts. <laughs> um, the third match, uh, Kyle O'Reilly or Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole in the Men's Owen Hart Cup. Joe has to win, right? Has to be Hi- Joe versus Kyle. Adam. It's gonna be really? Kyle versus Adam. You don't think it's gonna be infighting? Joe got, Joe got screwed. Um, was the, was that an actual match or he just get attacked by a, a steel pipe? He just got attacked. Yeah, so okay. he's got attacked by a steel pipe uh, oh. last night, so... Okay. He's probably going to end up being, oh. like, at a disadvantage for Kyle O'Reilly. Are they going to... Are they going to do a thing where just Kyle lies down for Adam? No. No? We'll They're going to get a finger, po- get a finger poke no, of doom? Ma- no matter what, that is all, it always kills, kills anything. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like... They can't. Like, they can't do that unless it's specifically to get heal heat and this isn't the team to do that and this isn't the situation to do that okay like, okay uh, if they do kyle know. versus adam we're just gonna get the fucking stupid cheeky little ha 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 this is unfinished business <laughs> from somewhere else oh god but it was it was finished it was finished. i mean it was but they're gonna say unfinished because they're having another match well i mean it's not it's not for... it's in a tournament but you know they'll wink at it dude because the aw can't fucking not do it. They can't yeah. not shut up about WWE. But I mean, honestly, it would also make sense if it was Joe too. There's the Ring of Honor. I hope so. In. That'd be great. But yeah, um, the thing with um, the thing Kyle with, and him would just, Kyle, I think, be a better match. Um, yeah, and, and they can. Fortunately, they don't have to just say talk about NXT because they can talk about the Ring of Honor like you know feud against each other. It was literally the last thing they did before WWE was fight each other. PWG oh, okay. like notorious. And so X Caliber like, was a commentator. So they can talk about NXT without it being weird because they can talk about like it's just one of They've five, been fighting you know? everywhere they've yeah. gone. Yeah. It's true. They fought in the Tokyo Dome. Dude, either way, that's gonna be a fun fucking match. They fought at my Joe mom's house. They, they they fought in the CWC. Wow. Wow. The, not the Cruiserweight Classic, the Capital Wrestling Center. <laughs> uh the next match is the women's own heart cup tournament final tony storm or dr Britt baker versus ruby soho or chris statlander um i feel like i feel like Britt's gonna win just because like they want her positioned as such yeah yeah or it's or tony just because tony's the new toy the new thing and it's tony time yeah it's tony time it's definitely not gonna be ruby really because ruby doesn't win things yeah, no matter where she goes, she just doesn't win. That's weird. Well, here's the thing. There's a she's new cool. New toys right? came out. So yeah. she, Chris Stantlander's not a new toy. But she has a new gimmick. Mm-hmm. She is cool. Oh she yeah, isn't she spooky now. now? She's no longer an alien. Is she she's part fine. of the House of Black now? 
No, that's going to be no. Julia Hart in she's, six years when they finally strong. finish that fucking Oh, angle. okay. I get all my, my information from uh, Trent and Chuck's tweets, so. <laughs> um, Ruby, Ruby's cool, but do you know who owns every wrestling company? An uncool billionaire nerd. <laughs> doesn't get, it doesn't get why she's not just normal looking. Yeah. They just don't, like, no one gets her. Yeah. It sucks because she's so good. And, like, Tony Storm's a new toy, so. Yeah. My biggest thing with this is like, and maybe it's just my brain. I don't know. Don't don't have two Owen Hart tournaments going on at once. Come on now. Come on now. Fuck off know. with that. It, it does, when they did the two though Dusty Classic like back to back, but not at the same time. Uh, like I think last year or two years ago, it made the whole thing feel really long though. Yeah. Like because it was going on for like six months. That's true. I guess it's, honestly, I don't know. I to me, just pick one and do the other one next year. Good lord, y'all. Well, I, cool thing about this tournament, though, like this is a little bit of a side thing, but seeing Owen's family watching wrestling and enjoying it—that is really cool. Was, I wish like, they wouldn't have fucking kept panning to Martha because it, it was, was so awkward. Oh, show her, so much, show her but, once, and you don't need to show her watching Darby flying off a fucking ladder into yeah, chairs. Not yeah, you just just literally show that they're there and it, like mm. having a good time because that was like just seeing that one thing was really cool. Especially seeing was Brett you know, there? No, no. Was Teddy there? Like, no. I, I can't remember the name of their kids, but like, but Oge. like some, do, yeah, seeing Oge, like, Doge? Um, Oge. No, Oge. It's very, very fucking like, Oge Hart? Sweet, like, Norwegian Canadian name. Yeah, yeah. Um, seeing him enjoying it after, like, seeing him on the dark side of the ring and how fucking hurt he is, like, mm-hmm. still was carrying, like, carrying all that pain. Uh, that was good. It's that was cool. like a healing moment for wrestling. It's, it's cool that they're able to go and like Owen's name gets to be respected and it gets to be like put on something where the family's gonna be comfortable because mm-hmm. I don't care like whatever company it's for like, as, as long as they're comfortable with it and then we get to honor a wrestler that was you know taken it way too soon and a horrible thing and it was and so well, innovative I agree. I just don't think we need two in his name at once. Yeah, because you don't want to respect his name. We understand. Yeah, we just need to. Yeah. You would, you so would prefer Matt. You would out. prefer if it was just a men's one. Yeah, so you, you I, hate either, either, either or, either or. I'm just keeping my fucking waiting cap on until 2020 for them to get this uh, sort of all sorted out. For Kenny <laughs> to step in and get this women's division all sorted out. Ah, <sighs> uh, Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb. Here's Thunder Rosa's say. gotten less than 20 minutes of TV time since winning the title. Jesus Christ! I think collectively. Here's my, here's my erroneous conspiracy theory. I think Tony Khan is being petty because of how much people tell him that it sucks that they don't put enough women's uh, programming on TV. So he's like, okay, I'll I'll give most of this time to Serena Deeb on the mic, who is fucking not there on the well, mic. Here's the thing: she is um, was she in the, no, the she's the Straight Edge Society, right? Yeah, she was, dude. But she now the promo she cut um, with Dustin on Wednesday. I was like, it was very dude. Yeah, it it was it was like I don't I mean if she got to write it herself if it, if it was really no, her sentiments course. that's fine, Every, but it, it came off so clunky and the crowd hated it and it just that's really... why you need somebody there that is like has like a background in like writing and storytelling because she can have good thoughts and like the ideas are there just help format it hey mm. this is the flow we should take with this because this is how we can best tell your story. Yeah, and something tell I don't know, and maybe and, and maybe it's the cynical part of me that's like, oh, you want more women's wrestling? Oh, let me uh, let me just go make Serena Deeb 
fucking drown out here for 10 minutes with Dustin in the ring. Uh, talking about like good points about how like this industry, you know, she did everything for this industry. She put, she put fake breasts in her body. She did like, she shaved her head on TV forever. Like she'll do all this stuff for, for the company, but it's like, she just doesn't have whatever it was. It just didn't click. And the same with the week before with her and Thunder Rosa cutting promos together. I was just like, Oh, it's hard to watch. And it sucks because the match is going to be so good, but the talking leading up to it sucks. I have a real, I have the most cynical take ever on Serena Deeb uh, showing up in AEW way more than she should. Cause she's a good worker, but like she's not be on the mic and like, she's not better than a lot of other people they have. And she kind of keeps getting opportunities. Well, they have a friend who can't get a paycheck anywhere, but Puerto Rico and uh, his partner showing up on TV is a way to pay <laughs> their friend. Oh, who, mm-hmm. who's that? Marty. Yeah. Oh, really? Serena and Marty is with, uh, oh. at least, Legally has a mortgage with the man. You know what? Um, I mean, I bet that's not so far from the truth. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Granted, I think she is very good, bell to bell, a really competent wrestler that I think has a lot to give, but it's just like the amount of mic time they've been putting on her, I think is like... Well, it's that, like they, that, that detracts from in-ring. But, and maybe they're giving her the opportunity to step up, and I get that, but part of it is just like, you know, like, why are you giving her two... Why are you giving long segments like this? Like, it's actually, like, fucked up. <laughs> and then they're, yeah. like... And then, but then you have like all these people, like, like an Anna J that will just disappear, a Ruby Soho that just disappeared. Like, they were teaming on Dark for no reason. Like, why? Yeah. Chris Stanlander, who just disappears. Like, yeah. Like, you have all this time, like, build new stars. That's like the big thing. She, like, she should be there to help build the Jades, to help mm-hmm. build the Chris Statlanders, help build them. And even though I'm not a, I'm not really a fan of her her work in ring or even like the gimmick or character too much. Like Abaddon, remember that was like a big deal when Abaddon came in. It's like, oh, we have a spooky character now. And then they they fucked up the first like try at it. Never seen her on anything, but I'm sure Dark and Dark Elevation since then. Um, like, why not try it again? You have like a character, at least a character who's very different. Try to do it and do it in a way that works. Like after giving it some time, like instead it's just the same very vanilla like storylines we're getting like i'm the best no i'm the best i'll prove to you at the big pay-per-view that i'm the best yeah like just like (laughs) do something different maybe like i don't know yeah i'm I'm with you it feels like something something it's because they already did like the like they have such a playbook like with like women's feuds it's like okay new champion gotta go fight nyla he'll beat her and then, then we gotta go to whoever's I'm the best, you know? It's just mm-hmm. so Like the fact that they like I was excited by the idea of Vicky Guerrero and, and Nyla specifically being the other because it's just kinda weird. Like uh, but like because like I appreciate Vicky Guerrero even though like she does a good job. I don't want her on the TV after she's on the TV. It's too good of a job. But I'm glad mm-hmm. that she made it onto TV, you know, to make me feel that way. Um, but like then, like that's not never been important. They have Vicky Guerrero in their company, and they like teaming with their big monster, like the the big monster heel of the division. Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter because she's not a dentist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's not white. <clears throat> the, oh well, I'm, that was my next point. Is literally the one. Um, I believe yeah, yeah the the one uh white women's champion is the one that's gotten any screen time mm-hmm. yeah yeah 
which is true. And like, granted, and I know, and this is the other thing that I think, it, going back to what you said, I think there needs to be someone that that like ideas and promos and stuff gets filtered through, is because like when they do. I don't know. They 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 put the onus on everyone to like really get yourself over, write your stuff, like present yourself to the crowd. What gets over gets over. But it's like we're not everyone starting at the same, same you know place on on the you know on the it's starting like, line. It's yeah. like they need to like have classes and like train people, like and... a, their own CWC. Yeah, course. yeah. It, it's just like not everyone starting from the same place of being able to to get themselves over in the ring in front of that crowd. And so it would be nice if there was some sort of like, uh, yeah, some, someone or a, a small team there to make that a little more equitable to be like, okay, you're just not, you're not going to be able to get yourself over like that because you're just not haven't had that experience, but that doesn't mean they shouldn't have that screen time. Yeah. The, the things that have gotten over they... real successfully in AEW, and some things get over very successfully. Like they don't, we're, we're talking negatively because they deserve to be called out for that shit, but they do some stuff really well. Mm-hmm. Everything that gets over is stuff that I think Tony Khan, if he was just a you know if he was a teenager today, it that you know wasn't the owner of this company. There are things that would get over with him because they're similar to things that got over with him when he was younger. Yeah, like, it's mm-hmm. pretty classic stuff that gets over in reality, like Hangman getting over enough to get the title. Mm-hmm. Now they fucked it up. That's such a WWE ass thing to do. <laughs> like they got their baby face over, then ruined it when he won the title. Like, and Dude. it's still salvageable. It's not totally ruined. Yeah, though. but like, it's, it's a good point. They're struggling. Yeah, and women's wrestling didn't get over well, except Trish and Lita. So there's like one big thing that he can get over in women's wrestling. It's like, oh, this character that people like. So Britt Baker's the one thing that connected with him. Yeah, because you want to sign Adam. God, and she's so like I'm so over her. Yeah, like it's, it's doing her no favors. She I, should be bet. She is better than she is. Yeah, it's just like sense. it's like snarky talk, fed bad comment, DMD, like, and a <laughs> shitty super kick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it really like uh, it does feel very much like it, she the the company hasn't even been around long enough, but it feels like Britt Baker's in this middling point of yeah, it's like. I've seen this for come 10 out, years. say the thing you expect me to say, and then I go back, go back to the, the she's like, stage. You forgot yeah, to go D M D. It's she's like Charlotte I feel, without being Charlotte. Sorry, Derek. I feel like the same way when like the Miz isn't like hitting, you know, mm-hmm. but he's still there all the time. That's how I feel about Britt yeah. Baker. Yeah, Miz, comes Miz out, Charlotte, does his little Jordan. point and spin. I'm the Miz. I'm awesome. When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. Miz TV and that's it. Yep, yep. <laughs> that's him in a nutshell. I mean, because it's you know but it sometimes is? Like, it's great. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes he does that, and the person responding to it is the right person to be responding to that stick. You know, um, the issue is that like there's not an there's not an established stick that is a greatest hit. Really, yeah. Like yep. they're just doing the same thing that's their current thing. They can't go back to this well of, like, deep stuff to, like, fall back on. They don't have, you know, house show matches that they've done a thousand times, like, for their characters. Like, they're too new to, like, not be giving a shit about things. Yeah, and, like, I really do feel like Thunder Rosa has been putting in a lot of work to get better on the mic and has got, and and work to get better in the ring and stuff, too. And it, I'm just, I, I hope, Obviously, I hope she successfully defends against Serena here, and then I hope whatever the next feud is does 
have someone that's a little more uh, can maybe push her on the mic a little bit so she can really show off that she's getting better because I just don't think with Serena she's not getting better but I think I think Thunder's getting a lot better on the mic but I don't think she has you know but again it takes two to dance like you you have to have somebody out there who can also on the mic push you to then push yourself and I, I just don't think this is the feud for it and, and I, I wonder what what's next and they don't need like you can still have mic time um without having this much mic time and without the segments being at this short even you could have more like have matches have like pre-tapes like, yeah, like video like, packages yeah. like that helps yeah, get video people... packages do more of those yeah because then mm-hmm. you can direct it you can cut it you can be like okay hey say this again but maybe like this and like because Th- thunder it... rose is fucking cool like that's yeah. what she has going for her like above anything else is that she's cool mm-hmm. like so let her cool. know Exactly, like Carlito. Exactly, just like because this. they're they're just you know people of like Latin origin, they're just they're the same. No, because of cool, <laughs> Usai. Because of cool, <laughs> got him. It's not racist if it's saying a good thing. <laughs> oh man, I, it took me a while to learn that. <clears throat> All right, all right. Um, he kept calling but... me a beater. <laughs> no, I just mean my uh, obsession with black culture when I was young. Um, like, yeah, he called so, me a like... beater. <laughs> no, I didn't. You, did you, not. And, you and Gabe called each other that? I don't know. He was talking about the baseball game he was watching. Guy got hit by a pitch. Yeah. And he was from Boston, too. Beantown. Oster did not call me a beaner. Has never called me a racial slur like that. Yeah. At least to my face. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, at least you, not to your face. You were you a knew- Christian in the mid-2000s. Yeah, so. you knew me at my worst, Isai, so. Um. But like, oh man, I've, I lost. Well, I'm sorry. No, it's totally fine. But like, no, well, yeah, she's, she's cool, cool. So like, use pre-tapes. Like, and especially like, English is her second language, and like, she that she's gr- fine. Like, she needs to work on the mic. It's not because of her language skills. But when that happens, that like, do anything you can to like help your performer come across like in their promos. Do pre-tapes where she can have multiple takes to like get her point across exactly how she wants to, and like, mm-hmm. in exactly the best way for her character. Like. You know, that's always bothered me in wrestling with, like, with champs that, like, English is their second language, that they don't give them opportunities to, like, you know, like, really, like, show that they can talk and stuff. It's just, like... Put her in her best, like, opportunity to win. Exactly, yeah. Like, you know, you just, like, make people stars don't put things in people's way. Like, and she totally would... Like, she is over. She will continue to get over if they do right by her but she could also just be like it'll just fall you, flat again it's like when wwe finally just like oscar just say shit in japanese and be weird and then she yeah. got over even so much more because they're like gave her the chance to be just who she is and it worked so well yeah it made, like totally. it makes when she says something in english it makes it more impactful because mm-hmm. like she doesn't give a shit too so like if Oscar, like the character of Oscar, says something in English, it's because she wants you to hear it. But she doesn't give a shit if you hear most of what she says. It mm-hmm. makes her interesting and cool. Like do stuff like that with Thunder Rosa. Let her like, like I think Ra- Raquel Gonzalez has even gotten to do, or whatever her name is, Rodriguez. Like, Rodriguez has gotten to do that a little bit. Like she, like in NXT, she got to like speak in Spanish in some like promos. They didn't translate it, but I think then she gave the gist in English also. Like. And it was cool. It was like one of the cooler parts of her character there. Mm-hmm. Isn't that fucking wild? Also, she, corner? she had a wild... she has a back. Mm-hmm. You know that she yeah. has a back. Well, she's strong. Yeah. I mean, dude, she got a strong back. And I also think it's kind of fucking wild. She's with Braun Strowman. That's wild to me. 
just having really tall sex. Wait, too big. Too yeah. They're both big. Just yeah. really tall sex. He just. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I just. He. He just seems genuinely unapproachable. <laughs> so I was just you know, like, I oh, mean, good for him. She. He definitely seems like he would probably storm some capitals, and exactly. she did follow Latinos for Trump. So yeah, I'd say maybe yep. she would storm a capital too. I'm just saying, yep. it's more. It's she more might not the, storm the it, but that... she's uh, she's on the lawn. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, it, it's she, nothing against. Yeah, no, no, it's not because he's white and she's not. It's just that he seems unapproachable. What are you talking about, Matt? I'm like unlovable. Can you not hug me? Don't super kick me. We'll throw you out. <laughs> if you do a super kick, Matt, I'm gonna toss you out of here. I won't super kick you then. Thank <laughs> you. I'll have a hug. No, I know what's gonna happen. You squeeze me too hard, and I can't breathe. Just a little bit. Was he fucking Letty from a Mice and Men? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm surprised he never had a bear hug finish. Yeah. He had that one weird choke that he held mm. for like a couple weeks, but then like they stopped it. My favorite move he did was the the front facing choke slam, just because he just would kill the jobbers. <laughs> There's no way to take that move good, like and protect yourself. Yeah, so. it's either you're protecting yourself and it looks like shit. Or you're gonna hit a face full of fucking mat. Same as the the alley oop, like the reverse power bomb. No Man. good way to make. No, I no way to that. make that look good. I miss. Yeah, I miss Runaway Train Braun. Remember when he was cutting <laughs> promos and just forgot and would just stare down the barrel of the camera. <laughs> Line. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Choo choo. Um. Vince is gonna be mad at me. <laughs> I I am on the Wikipedia. Is Wardlow and MJF not happening? I thought it was. No, 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 no. This is isn't this Wardlow versus Sean Spears in the cage with, or with it's fucking not that's Max? On, that's Wednesday. It's not on the card. So if they just not announced it, then it's because it's not official. Oh, okay. yeah. he has okay. to get through that cage match first. Okay, okay, that makes it's sense. every MJF storyline. Like yeah, weird unofficial match and stuff. They're not going. And the, also, MJF is Twitter, mad. Yeah, wrestling Wikipedia is like weirdly sometimes still kayfabe, like. We haven't announced the match yet, so we can't put it on the Wikipedia. What's that weird? It makes sense, honestly. I, the weird part to me about this whole thing is that Wardlow's whole storyline is he's trying to get out of his contract with MJF so he can get signed to AEW. It's like, do you think anyone watching this show is that fucking stupid? Like, I no, don't. I don't think they do. I don't think they do, but it's a wrestling trope, you know. Yeah, I, I've never. Um, I guess maybe I'm just maybe a little bit more ignorant to that because I've not seen that trope. Would be like, you don't I actually work either. here. You work for me. It's like, well, we know he works China, here because China he he he, he works in matches. We know China. he's an employee here. China worked for DX. China worked for DX. Okay. Rick Rude okay. worked for DX okay. too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Point proven. Point taken. Um, um, and it's also a territories thing that they've used to like do screwy finishes and shit. Yep. Oh, okay. It's like a dusty ass. Do you thing. think is MJF Matt? Because MJF is upset, right? That's he's not the news happy going with, around backstage. Yeah, he's not happy with his contract situation, and then he got oh. guys like. Bride and, and Punk coming in, getting a ton of money, and he's like, Well, I mean, look you. at the contract MJF signed, and then how he yeah. has positioned himself to be a much more major part of the company than when he signed, but he's still getting paid that first he's still, contract. He's number. still getting that MLB uh, rookie contract. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I, I get his frustration. He's wanting also- to get a raise without having an extension because he knows that by becoming an active free agent, wherever he goes, they're going to pay him more money. Yep, yeah, he's kind of being smart, to be honest. He actually, he legitimately is. Like, yeah, and it's funny because like 
I just like admittedly have a gut reaction to be like, oh fuck that guy, like he's not appreciating where he's like. We literally spent an, just an hour talking about like <laughs> solidarity with workers and fuck yeah, MJF, get your money. Like, yeah, I'm. I don't know. Well, if that match happens, uh, <laughs> when that match happens, I'm excited to see Wardlow because Wardlow has to win this one, right? Yeah, or is it going to be so. a series? Because I just want to see I, it Wardlow can't be a series beat the shit out of MJF. Like, it, it'd be the fucking stupidest thing they could ever fucking do. But um, how many ha- times have they done that with MJF specifically? I know, but it's like <laughs> he has to win because, like, if not, then like he isn't hired back, and then how do you? Oh, how do you? Because well, okay. they're already doing the okay. thing where he has to he has to go through these different gauntlets to even get to the match. So like the exact that's same thing the, we saw with Jericho. Yeah, it's the MJF storyline. Yeah, but exactly. That was, that was the best part of the Jericho feud, dude. Honestly, on Wednesday when when MJF whipped the shit out of Wardlow and Wardlow, and Wardlow no sold it. it, I was like, didn't he Ow, like it, Daddy? Twitter yeah, was dude. horny for it. I remember that. Dude, Twitter gets horny for everything, especially <laughs> bring true. out the leather. That's but like, true. Uh, yeah, no, it was like impressive. And then yeah, he's got this uh, this upcoming match with Sean Spears, which, all right, wow, it, it, Sean Spears will lead him to the right kind of match for that. Like, yeah. For oh yeah, Sean Spears versus Wardlow is as boring, but as technically sound as <laughs> it it's will be need to be. It will be exactly what it needs to be, <laughs> yeah. and nothing more. Which <laughs> is just... actually like for a character like Wardlow and a re- just wrestler like Wardlow, that's a, not a bad thing. Like to yeah. give him. Exactly the match it should be, and not some stinker. Because like he's still green enough that his matches aren't guaranteed to be even okay. I just remember when he was fighting guys on a roof, and, and then I did I'm nothing excited. with that. I'm excited for him to shine. Yeah. <laughs> I want Once parking War- garage. Once- I want parking garage Wardlow again. I, now that like Wardlow Wednesdays are coming back, I'm gonna be watching every week. <laughs> yeah. no, I, I, I like. I legitimately like like Wardlow. Yeah, like, it's really weird that like. I don't think he's like great or anything, but it's like ah, he's, he's cool. Good progress. He's cool. They, like, they like Carlito, him, he's cool. They, they booked him really well. You're just That's trying it. not to yeah. be racist. Um, I appreciate that, Oster. <laughs> uh, <but> no, <laughs> it's um, they they booked him well. Also, he has a very expressive face, and yes. so when he um, when he would kind of scoff or like make a little face at MJF's like whatever he was saying when they were together. It just kind of built this, and, yeah. And that, like that, actually, like that ability to like emote like that, you need for MJF because MJF is so much that. And that's then, the like, comedy. That's the that's yeah. the entertainment. The fact that like Wardlow then somehow has a slightly even more elevated weird version of that mm-hmm. because he wasn't talking but still was like making those faces and stuff. Like it's perfect. Like now we just hope that like these they don't drag this out too long yep and just and then also hope that the next thing is actually good because like look at fucking so many you got there now what yeah instances where the bot the the muscle eventually splits and has that like the singles push it's hard to think of times when that actually has been great long term like Mm -hmm. kevin think kevin nash he was the lowest drawing world champion of all time, though. Yeah, which isn't. I'm saying like it wasn't great. Like once he got there, it wasn't great afterwards. They didn't know how to push him without Shawn Michaels there. Um, like China, like was cool, but they didn't know how to do it right. Like there's so many instances of it. Just hope that they do it. Sid, because right, he is fun. Sid, yeah. I think Psycho Sid. Sid was close. Sid was close. Sid's. Sid has the worst career in wrestling history because it's the most self-sabotaged by softball <laughs> in history. Um, next match, uh, a three-way 
tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. Jurassic Express, uh, Team Taz, and Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. This match is going to be awesome, but I'm kind of got disappointed when you added the word tag team. I I'm sorry. I was say there's going to be a threesome. I'm sorry. Yeah, a live in ring sex show. Yeah. Uh, I, I love the team of Swerve and Keith Lee. That's Why great. are they put together, though? I think because neither because of them had a place to land. Yeah. Two black wrestlers who yep. should be pushed harder, but yep. they're not. But they're on the Rampage. Old, they're not the old Vince McMahon playbook. Um, yeah. yeah the, the hope for them is that, like, hey, we have plans through these like next couple pay per views. You two deserve to be in the spotlight, but you will be after this. And like, I I don't way. think that Tony but, gets them. Yeah, I don't think so either. And they've kind of been playing up this uh, thing with Jurassic Ex- Express, where uh, Christian's um, in a beat up Jungle Chris- Dan. Christian's being a little bit of a prick to Jungle. Uh, you know, so I think uh, that's probably they'll probably end up winning, and then that's gonna. Go I there. know there's too much. There's too many guys. Um, too many dudes. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, talking about quick, me real on side downtown note. on a weekend night, huh? Too many uh, dudes. Too many AEW, dudes, huh? AEW uh, tweeted out a happy birthday for Malachi Black, and Trent was like, "That's not what his guy. That's not what his he guy get does. One. He doesn't get one of these. <laughs> he doesn't get one. That's not his guy." Yeah, I like delete this now. He doesn't get one. That cracked me up so. Um, but yeah, I think I don't think there needs to be dissension with jungle boy and christian i think there needs to be with jungle boy and luchasaurus no because i think it's go they're trying to put jungle dan over and so having him then fight christian oh okay because i think yeah. jungle boy should be a, a singles guy yeah and that, that's their thought too and that's why you go oh, okay. against the, the christian is fucking great at putting people over <laughs> that's all <laughs> all he's done I, I, I was literally thinking earlier like and then just didn't say it and things moved on tyler breeze and christian are the exact same wrestler yeah, not, wow. they're they're both so fucking good, and that means they will are like never good at being the person who wins. I think Breeze is even more of like I I think he could get himself over more than Christian because Christian's just kind of like he's so good, Christian, but Christian, in a boring way. Christian got really himself fun. over way more than Tyler Breeze ever did. Christian, Christian different landscapes. Mm-hmm. Christian was funny as hell. He had to not be anymore to let Edge get over. Mm-hmm. That's true. Was, I mean, Edge. oh yeah, like the the. Uh, ENC show of awesomeness or whatever that was on the network was so funny. Their podcast was fun. They're, I mean, yeah, funny I think, fucking dude. I think also Christian is like sarcastically dry funny and just yeah. more outwardly goofy funny. Vince yeah. understood that more. Yeah. Ed, Christian literally, Christian was such a good heel that he made Vince McMahon legitimately hate him the man. Like, because <laughs> he was just so like sarcastic and dry that, and like, he, Vince just assumed he was his character, even though I think he's actually a pretty solid dude. Like, you wouldn't say, like, everyone in the wrestling world says, oh, Christian's a dick. I don't think you'd say that unless you actually like the guy. Yeah, just totally. just say anything. Yeah, exactly. You'd, you'd be like, oh, yeah, great guy. Great guy. Dick. If, you, if he was a real big piece of shit. But, yeah, if, you, if, you, if you're publicly calling someone an asshole, either they're really bad or you're their friend. Yeah. Um, so who do you think, who do you think is Jurassic Express going to lose due to I think they're going to win. Interference? I think they're going to win, and but because the whole thing has been that like, no matter what, Christian hasn't been proud of Jungle Boy, and so oh. I to me it seems like well, unless they want to do something uh, uh, with like the Team Taz, but that kind of seems like a toss in microwave when you need uh, a match kind of a thing. I don't like Ricky Starks and and Powerhouse Hobbs haven't really been pushed. I, I would love to see it. Yeah, I, I, that's what I I would I want them to win just because that would give them something. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, and you know, I, 
I think either of these other teams, like, Keith Lee and Swerve is cool, and it'd be cool to see them win just because they're so over, and be, like, seeing the crowd reaction to these guys coming out as tag champions might actually, like, propel yeah. them. Um, and may- if that's the story yeah. for them, that'd be cool, except that it's also, like, sacrificing the tag division for two guys who should just be single res- singles wrestlers from the beginning. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah, I really don't know where they're going to go with this one. It'll be interesting. Either way, it'll pro- probably be pretty fun. Yeah, it'll mm-hmm. be a good match. Uh, next, we got the Jericho Appreciation Society, which is Chris Jericho, Matt Menard, Angelo Parker. Wait, is that? Uh... It's 2.0. Okay. I have a rise. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Daniel Garcia and Jake Hager versus Eddie Kingston, Santana, Ortiz, and the Blackpool Blackpool Combat Club, which is Brian Danielson and John Moxley, and an Anarchy in the Arena match. Here's what I'll say. Every time I see something like this, I'm like, oh, man. Oh, man. This is going to suck. And I'm always entertained. I'm I not saying it's good. I'm saying I'm always entertained. AEW, if you <clears throat> can just, like, especially for matches like this, decide that whether AEW is, takes it seriously or not, you are not going to. Yeah. They can be fun. Yeah. Um, it, sometimes it AEW takes that... them too seriously. Yeah. And that sucks. But sometimes they get it right. So, I like, just, and I, I don't know how bad I want to see brian and moxley in i just a match don't like this i just don't like that they just shoehorned them in this because it's like a blood feud with kingston and, yeah. and lax and like to me that like that right there like do that yeah. just take two of the appreciation appreciation society guys out yeah take yeah. Like, take yeah. out, out take out 2.0 and like you have the other guys mm-hmm. that you're paying so like, have them wrestle too and it's yeah. like have this blood feud and, and have the 2.0 guys cheat yeah, and then shoehorning in Blackpool Combat Club just doesn't make sense. Yeah, and it's it weird. It's weird for their characters because you but know I, this is going to be silly and weird. Yeah, but here's the thing: I do I like them in this match, but I agree that I, I don't like how they were put in this match. If they had found a way to make Blackpool Combat Club make sense, be in this match, I do want to see you know Danielson and Moxley do a, a match like this. As long as they, like, I, I think Danielson is coming into this for sure, like, going, like, oh, I'm going to, like, I'm going to tear shit up. Like, I'm going I'm to ham a it up. This is a challenge for me to translate this character of mine into this setting, and I think he'll, like, achieve it. Oh, I hope that that yeah. motivation carries over to Mox and that, like, he motivates Mox because we've seen Mox not motivated and shit like this, and... If he's not motivated, his matches are terrible. Well, and that was kind of the build-up to this one is what has me a little on shaky ground because it was the same thing where, like, Jericho and the Appreciation Society were very much like, we challenge you to the stadium stampede, right? And then Moxley's like, that's dumb bullshit. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. But let's call it anarchy in the arena. And it's going to be professional wrestling versus sports entertainment. And it's like, so it's going to be stadium stampede, dude. Don't even fucking do this. And so it's like, I agree where it's like, I, I think... The, yeah, watching them in let's call it what it is, a stadium stampede match is gonna be pretty pretty fun. In, in the sense of Brian is too smart to just let it be like dumb, but that still doesn't mean it makes all the sense in the world. You know who else is smart? Chris Jericho. Smart man. He's he's made every single one of these fun. He really has. I'm gonna say I've always come out because I'm with you, Derek. I saw this and I was like, dude, a ten man match, fuck this. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's actually gonna be probably a blast and a half. And Though that one, uh, in the like where they went backstage, they just it was over the top, but in the best way. 
in my opinion. I understand that this is also a thing that's not for everyone. Well, it's just really silly because, like, Moxley said it in the thing of, like, this is pro wrestling versus sports entertainment. But it's like, no, it's not because this is the most sports <laughs> entertainment match ever. Like, and also, you guys are, like, like, you guys are doing it. like, <laughs> Yeah, this is all sports entertainment. I'll take yeah. it, though. I'll take it. Oh, it's yeah. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna probably they're gonna probably do some stupid shit. It's gonna the be two point guys too are gonna long. probably die. It's probably gonna be fifty years long. Uh, yeah. At the end of the day, we're all gonna be like, "That was fun," and we'll move on I with bet, our lives. And it'll be every, inconsequential. I bet Eddie Kingston, Santana, Ortiz, Brian Danielson, and Moxley will all bleed. I just think of I literally think of uh, Matt Hardy going through that table off the crane and concussing himself into oblivion in front of our faces, and I'm like, yeah. I just don't necessarily need this with my with my sweet sweet Brian in this match, Sam, but it doesn't Sam, matter. Sammy's not in the match, so they won't do something. Yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, it's Matt Hardy's not in the match, so they Matt won't Hardy do anything that stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he doesn't I, care about himself. I, I think Brian does. The main thing I want to see is that is Mox. And Danielson at the beginning of this match literally sprint to the kitchen and come back with knives. Oh, like, that would be, be like, great. It's allowed. Like, of course, we're just gonna kill people. <laughs> you're dying, or you're submitting. <laughs> uh, next match: uh, the House of Black uh, versus Death Triangle. Does this, this have potential to be match of the night? I Could think be. no. It'd also be a total fart. Well, I would say. Any yes, match normally ever that has that has Lucha Brothers in it does have that potential. Uh, uh, I guess Mel. I guess Brody King is just a big boy. Is, I guess, but Buddy Matthews is good. Yeah, no, right? this is gonna be a good match that's being underserved by what by storytelling in AEW. Oh, why? What's the, the what's the story? Why the fuck has that goddamn Please? Julia Hartship been going on for thirty years? Like they're like they still haven't fucking paid it off yet with the stupid varsity blondes, and I'm what? so fucking mad. Yeah, and I hate what? it, and I it's fucking hate insane. it so much. I'm so angry. Sorry, because I need be to cool. get that off my chest. Yeah, this should be cool, but like, and maybe this will be one of those instances where like, oh, that was a cool match in the middle of a story that like didn't live up to it. So like, this is this is a nothing match because so, they're big been, feuds with the varsity blondes, but they've still? also been feuding with Death Triangle for whatever reason too. It's been so convoluted and weird. The, the these, content will be great in the ring. Yeah, these wrestlers are too cool and too over for us to not put them on pay per view. Like Carlito, them. too cool. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like too cool. Like too cool is what I would. Yeah, but yeah, Carlito, <laughs> who is very cool, and he'll spit in your face. Yeah, I want to be cool. Yeah. Um. Oh, okay. I I had no idea the story behind it. I I know. Not as AEW. Like, I don't know. I you want don't watch to wrestling. Like that. I don't want to. I want to like the House of Black, but it seems like they're just not doing doing it right. That's so weird. It just seems like, like no matter what, it's just like things just get fucked. <laughs> no matter where, for the AEW poor, way, poor, poor Tommy, Alistair, yeah, poor Thomas, end. yeah. Oh, Tommy. Oh, Tom Budgeon. Uh, then we got the Hardys versus the Young Bucks. Right? They, uh, they've had great matches. I like before. it. I they like. Ma- I like yeah. brother. I like brothers fighting. Are they gonna die though? The Hardys are old. Yeah, Jeff's gonna try I'm, to die. I think. I'm worried about I think. This. I think Matt's as reckless as Jeff. <laughs> but I don't think Matt's think gonna Jeff, climb to think, the top. I don't think I Matt's think, diving off the the big stuff. And I think Matt's stupider than Jeff. 
I, I'm curious. I think yeah, Jeff's fucking an idiot. No, Jeff's an idiot. idiot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but they but you said they they've done this before, they've had matches together. Yeah. So, uh they've had all time classics, it's been six years. Yeah. I think they'll be pretty smart about it. It's been a while since we've kind of, uh, or maybe it's just shows. I feel like the bucks, but... the bucks of, I feel like the ones are going to be bumping around big. Long. Yeah, that's oh, what of I was course. thinking too. Is, but uh, I, I think the he's... bucks can carry them too. I, I think so, but I think Jeff doesn't try need to... carry. God, well, he, yeah. he looked winded as fuck the other day. That's the thing. I think he's not going to want to get carried, and so it'll be an interesting match. Yeah. Uh, and then the main event. Uh, for the AEW World Championship, Hangman, Adam Page versus CM Punk. Can someone give me the bullet points of this story? Hangman's I, a heel now? I was like, can I even get who's no. the face or who's the heel? I don't think so it's, uh, Hangman's uh, supposed to be the face, right? They're both baby faces. In the match, just to make it so they can tell the story of a match easier, they're kind of having Hangman lean into the heel role for this match, but he's not a heel. Okay, okay. Is Hangman retaining, no. do you think? There's, no, I think Punk's winning. Well, really? Yeah. So they're giving him a shitty run and then taking it off when that was their their best story was him getting back to the title, him defeating him, getting Ugh. on top of his alcoholic demons. They're just yeah, not they're a wrestling company. They don't know how to follow through. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You get to the finish then, line and then figure it also out. Also, like, what do you have Punk do if he? I mean, that's really, true, really. And why do you bring CM be, Punk not to lead your company? It would be cool to see CM Punk as a transitional champion, not a forever champion. Probably would be. Um, but also, he can turn heel real easy. I, yeah. think, I do. Th- I do think. See, this, and I'd, I'd love to see him in heel. Like, I'd love heels. him to come I'd out. Him heels. <laughs> I'd too. love. Is that still a thing? AEW yeah. heels. Yeah. Wave of <laughs> Is it? it? Yeah. I'd. I'd love to see him come out and be like, "I got all of you. I fucking hate all of you." Like. You dumb ding-dongs. Like, I'm going know, to Vince. You be- No, not that, but like you believed this sincere bullshit. I'm just doing this for a paycheck. I don't care about wrestling. I would love to see that. I need I would- a heel CM Punk because he's I'm pretty better. tired of where he's at right now. But you're, like, I mean, You're tired of the, the SNL host? Yeah. And, yeah right, you're tired I mean. of him talking about abortion rights? Right. It's like, I get it, CM <laughs> that, Punk. That actually he- makes it hard for him to turn heel right now. Because his babyface character has been uh, women's rights. But, I mean, when, I mean, Daniel, when Brian Danielson was a heel, he talked, about, he talked about the earth. Sami Zayn's a heel. Mm. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's got to be annoying. But there was, because, uh, was it, was Hangman, he was out for a second, right? He was injured. Yeah. Or something. So well, th- and then his wife, his mm. wife, when uh, they had their kid, he went on maternity leave, or mm-hmm. paternity leave. So, yeah, I, I really don't think this I, – I, I think Hangman has the capability of being, like, top of the company. I just don't think this first reign is going to be it for him. I would have – I would have put my I, – I would have put my chips in the basket saying that he was going to retain. But I like the idea of CM Punk kind of taking it off him right now. And I like I, it and as then a transitional cool thing, not forever. Off. Yeah, exactly. And then I hope Hangman maybe cool off and then come back into something else. Because, uh, like, the, the fight your demons and get on top battle is a fun story. But, yeah, like, they they haven't done anything with it yet that would indicate, like, him beating because, Punk like, is well, going to be good where for do you, him. And it's definitely not going to go be good with, for Punk. Where do you go with Hangman if he does? What, what's the next story? Yeah, yeah. exactly. I think Adam that, Cole. Adam versus Adam. He already they, lost twice. Oh. <laughs> they need to do, like, 
basically like Kenny again. Kenny's not Bianca, ready to be back. Yeah, the Bianca like storyline of like when she lost to Becky, they actually did pay it off and make her reign even better by winning it again. Yeah, they need to that, immediately start rebuilding Hangman to eventually win it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like. I don't know. Okay, I'm, just... I'm down. I, I I'm a little surprised to, to I wasn't thinking that that's the way they're gonna go. But honestly, I want to hop on that train. I want Punk to win. I'm trained to toot. Toot toot. toot yeah. Toot. I I'm I, I that's the thing with AEW is like I'm always curious to see what's next in the title scene. <laughs> like who's next? What's happening? Who's next? Like who's gonna who's Goldberg. gonna challenge CM Punk? Goldberg. 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 John Cena. I hope I hope AEW sends Ryback. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I would love that just if it CM was Punk just like if there was Ryback? just a CM Punk had to atone for all the fucking uh, uh, beef. I would love that. No, no, I'd love if no. Cole Cabana, best story oh. in the world. But I doubt they're friends still. I highly doubt you. Cole did just post. Cole posted something on Instagram that was like a. Picture of like a storefront in Chicago that said like um, abortion rights or human rights. Mm-hmm. It was like, I, I I'm sure culture's being sincere. Like that's a cool thing. Like oh my hometown's cool. But him posting that after his like former best friend has been coming out wearing shirts with that exact message on it, like and getting positive attention for it. It's like oh if this was anyone pettier than Colt. This would be like trying to say I do that too. Yeah, uh-huh. and yeah. I think I think in this scenario, like I don't think. If they're not friends, I don't think they think about each other. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't. I, you know what? It's not worth a conversation because they're two human beings. Um, I guess that's where I shouldn't be obsessed yeah, over it. Like be, I am. I mean, but they're they're pro wrestlers. Like they're in the pop culture. I mean, you know, that's what we're. It's what it's what we yeah. do. Like, oh, public, and, very publicly suit. You know, <laughs> and Colt's too busy. Out. Colt's too busy being the Brooklyn Brawler. So that is true. Hmm. Yeah, it, that's the first time I watched like six episodes of that show, and it's bad. And then I was like, "Oh, Colt's there! I want to watch it now." Mm. <laughs> um, and I'm sure it was one episode, so I guess I could just watch that one episode. Yes, Matt, you look inquisitive. I no, I I think this show just has the makings of a good time, but I really don't know where they're gonna go with it. Yeah, yeah, it'll be I, it'll I, be I, fun to watch, which is an AEW show, and I don't work the next morning, so I get to watch it live. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those things like like the, like we've talked about this and we talked about it at nauseum just in a bubble. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, but you know, I'll say this: what will you we're say? Not a, we're not a sponsor by any means or anything. But if you're not feeling like watching AEW and you do subscribe to IndependentWrestling.tv, Rosalind Three is this up that same weekend. Oh, is it the same night? Uh, yeah, Sunday same night is uh, oh. night two. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's plenty of wrestling to watch. I the that show's gonna be so much fun. I'm still debating on whether I want to go to one of the nights, but I might not. But anyway, uh, it's gonna be a fun time. So you got plenty of wrestling options. I definitely just love what Prestige is doing. There's gonna be some fun fucking matches. Mia Yim's gonna be there. Jeff Cobb's gonna be there. It's gonna be a fucking night, dude. Tight. Hell yeah. I just got, saw a video of Joy Janela throwing a flaming super kick, and then his foot just was still on fire. <laughs> he's getting severely burned. So maybe you shouldn't do that. Yeah, maybe don't do that. If you can learn one thing from this episode, don't light your foot on fire and kick somebody. If you're your gonna, foot will stay on fire. If you're going to learn something from this show, don't take life lessons from Joey Janela. Yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. quit. You know, like, hey, respect to him for not feeling creatively fulfilled in AEW, but um, uh, apparently uh, when you don't have a steady paycheck, you'll do anything for money. Yep. 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 
Um, well, yeah, that's it for this week. Happy Lucy um, Day. No, not yet. Um, thank you all for listening. I'll tell you again. <sighs> uh, Bret Hart is the greatest wrestler of all time. Uh huh. And, uh, WrestleBoys316 says, Do you like the Rolling Stones? Because I fucking hate the Rolling Stones. <laughs>